Welcome to New Jump City, everybody, where we recap the week in American and Japanese sequential art. I am your host, Christian, the unbiased king. That's been all. And joining me in person for the second time, it is the man, the myth, the legend. It is my co-host, Joshua. Gangsta Time Cole. It's called partner, but it should be called Gangsta Time. Thank you very much, Brian. That was nice and crisp. Um, The second <laughs> time consecutively in a long time. Well, every two weeks. We do an in-person episode every two weeks. Uh, but I'm very excited uh, because these episodes are always so much fun. Also joining us back on the ones and twos, the P's and Q's, it is... The Edgelord, Big News, Brian. Which one is it? Big News, It's Brian just Big News. Big, okay, Big News. you Big News. What's up, nerds? Hello. Oh, my goodness. I'm so excited. Uh, let's get right into plugs because we got a fun-ass show ahead of us. Uh, you can find me at the Chris Espinal on Twitter and Instagram. Joshua Cole, where can they find you? At JD Cole underscore 37. That's on Instagram. And at NYChillin with an E-N at the end. That's... On Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Brian, how about you? If you want to find me on Twitter or Instagram, you can find me at Twitter. Damn. Just, wow. hey, every hey, ad read. Every ad hey, read. Just take it easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Take okay, a breath. Okay. You got this. So soisin. <laughs> um, if you want to find me on Instagram or Twitter, uh, you can look up b.esp. Um, if you ever want to catch me when I'm streaming live on Twitch, you can find me at twitch.tv slash it's punchline. Oh, yes. Uh, you can follow the show itself at New Jump City on Twitter and Instagram. Follow us on Twitter, especially because currently we do have the really good chapter of the week poll still ongoing because I forgot we were doing this early on a Wednesday. So at the moment, Undead Unluck is in the lead. If you guys want to nice emphasize in a row yeah if you guys want to emphasize on that or uh make your favorite series one you can follow us on uh, twitter on on twitter at new jump city so get into it uh if you have any questions suggestions comments anything you guys want to talk to us about you can email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com uh or you can comment under whatever video you guys are watching uh and we'll read them and maybe we'll read them on the show uh if it's a relevant topic uh also uh, subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, uh, Pandora Music, wherever you listen to podcasts. We are likely on there. The audio episodes do go up first. So if you uh, if you want an advanced listening, uh, listen to us on iTunes, whatever you want, wherever you guys listen to podcasts. Or if you like video stuff, we are on YouTube. Uh, subscribe to us on there. Like, comment, share the thing. Get us higher on the algorithm. We also deserve to be influencers getting free things from things. So True. I second that. Yeah, <laughs> get into it. Taco Bell, hit us up. Please. I, I want would... tacos. Yeah. Or White yeah. Castle. Yeah, uh, White Castle. Mm. I like that a lot. Mm. <laughs> you just don't have it all the time. That's fair. Listen, these niggas don't pay us. <laughs> I ain't discussing that shit anymore. <laughs> well, in that case, I guess uh, we should uh, get started with the show proper. Brian, hit the thing. What's good, Oda? Yeah. Oh, I'm here. It's One Piece. This is One Piece chapter 1024, so and so. There were supposed to be color pages, but they just didn't include it in the American release. Alternate title Do You Love Odin? Two question marks. This is that. That is the thing. And I'm also asking you guys: Do you guys love Odin? I would Odin say sick. I would say I love Odin. Do you? Did, did you, you hate love, Odin? Did you like? Did Brian you love didn't Odin? answer yet. 
What I said, Odin's dope. But do you love him? Do you love Odin? What do you, all right, define love. <laughs> well, do you love him? <laughs> like, do I love him how I would love a friend? Do sure. I love him how I would love a lover? However you, you think. Love you. him. <laughs> However anybody else chooses to define it, you stand by it and say, I don't care what your definition is. All of that counts. I love Odin, which Chris agreed to. It's a real yes or no <laughs> Answer, Brian. We're, listen, we're looking for here. Listen, love is more complicated than a yes or no. You know well, I mean? I'll take it as a yes. He then. loves. He he loves Odin. Me, he um, I'm not. <laughs> You're not partial to Odin. I don't have emotions for fictional characters. Hmm. So. hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> Lead us down that hole, only to be like, I'm too cool for this. Yeah. Shame. Shame, guys. Shame. Ugh. Shameful. You make me sick. Uh, let's move on to the chapter proper. We start off on the second floor where Usopp is riding an alligator and is claiming credit for basically all of the fucking hockey that is taking out all of uh, Kaido's henchmen right now. Uh, he's literally like, it's not your fault. <laughs> he said, it's not your fault. You just don't have the willpower to stay conscious in my overwhelming presence. <laughs> he's, he calls himself Usohachi the sibling hunter. Uh, because he's he's taking credit for defeating Page One and Ulti. What a beast! <laughs> I love him so much. Oh, a lot here. Yeah. Um, I love Usopp so much. Yeah, but it turns out obviously he's lying, and the hockey that's actually taking people out is Big Mom's hockey that is reaching from the battle where she's fighting Kid and Law. Yeah, the excess hockey. Yeah, <laughs> it's escaped. It's yeah, that's pretty epic. Yeah. Uh, Nami's on the phone with uh, with Frankie trying to find out where Luffy is. And Frankie doesn't know either. He just got done smacking Sasaki around uh, with his giant mech. Uh, and he's leading the charge, continuing onward in the uh, right brain of the, of, uh, the Skull Dome. Um, Brooke also doesn't really know where he is. Uh, he's currently trying to get uh, himself and Robin out of this exploding fucking third floor. So, you know. Everybody's just asking around, trying to find out where Luffy is. Uh, and we cut over to the roof of the uh, Onigashima to find Kaido facing off against uh, Yamato. Uh, they're having an epic battle. It's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> they're just shooting like force blasts at each other. It's uh, pretty sick. Yeah, different arrow blast attacks. Yeah. Um, pretty cool. And we uh, start to get into uh, Yamato's backstory. Uh, and... Basically, he uh, they explained that he was just locked up uh, after knocking up a, ju- a bunch of people with uh, Supreme Conqueror Hockey. Uh, Yamato had it at a very young age and apparently used it on Kaido's men. Uh, and she's like, please, I'm going to starve. F- give me some food. And Kaido's like, uh, no, if you want to call yourself Odin, then die. And I'm like, damn. <sighs> Conqueror's hockey at age five. Yeah. And a backstory. Yeah. Guess what's 100,000? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's how, that's how for sure, for sure it is. There's no actual mathematical way to express it. So, yeah. Yeah. This Uh, was going to be a straw straw hat hat for sure. (laughs) uh, In case you guys was, you know, not getting the point. Yes. So, Kaido to punish Yamato for knocking out and uh, knocking out his henchmen and also brandishing the name of Odin, uh, locks him in this cave with other samurai that he has captured and is locked away. Uh, He's also leaves a bunch of weapons with them, so 
you know, they would kill Yamato eventually because uh, obviously they all know that he's the son of of Kaido, so they're not going to be pretty stoked to have him around. Uh, and they he leaves food behind, so he's basically asking them to fight for this food, and um, and low key asking him to kill his own son. Low key, uh, yeah. It's also it's also a Kaido uh, scare tactic where he's like. Bitch, I'm so confident I could whoop your asses. I'm going to leave you food and swords. Oh, yeah. He's done this before. <laughs> he did this with Luffy. He's yeah. like, throw him in the caves. It doesn't matter if he gets out. He loves doing this shit. Yeah. He does this a lot. Um, I mean, you know, I guess it like if it's worked before and it just nobody's been good enough to whoop his ass when they get out. No one. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, you know, he's he's justified in doing this. Um, so Kaido leaves and, uh, the samurai just start to pick up their sword and Yamato's like, oh my God, they're going to kill me for sure. And, uh, one of the samurai puts the food in front of Yamato and they say, eat. (laughs) A samurai does not feel hunger. Badass samurai shit. Uh, very cool. That's as, that's as gangster as it gets, honestly. Basically. Um, I mean, they more solid than concrete as far as I'm concerned. That's the same thing that. That's the same thing that um that Momo went to. Wait, can you say that again? Your I'm sorry, your mic keeps cutting out, but this is the only wire we got. Um, that's the same thing that Momo tried to do. Like, remember when they like when he was on a ship, they tried he tried to not eat because mm-hmm. that was like the samurai way. Yeah, he did that too. I do so remember. It's that. just instilled in in uh, Wano uh, culture to be a strong-willed motherfucker. Yeah. Um, so Yamato eats and he's like, I've, I will never forget this food. Thank you, samurai. He's like crying through it all. Um, one of the samurai even cuts her, uh, out, cuts him out. And it turns out this samurai looks suspiciously like a certain three sword style swordsman we know. Zoro. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Brian's got his theory face on, but we'll save that for the end of the recap. Uh, so apparently it's revealed that Yamato had Odin's journal with him. Uh, and basically all the samurai is like, what? Is that his log? And then they all read it together, which is uh, kind of nice, uh, kind of heartwarming. And it's been 10 days. Uh, we've, we cut ahead to 10 days later from that point. And uh, the samurai are really like, oh, wow, you, your dad really wants you to die here. Hmm. That's pretty crazy. <laughs> Uh, and they say at this rate that we won't be able to see, we won't be around to see the battle 20 years in the future that Odin speaks of. And, uh, Yamato vows to be, uh, fight on the side of Wano when that time does come in their stead. Um, so, you know, he, he vows to be way, way stronger. And the samurai is like, that warms our hearts. We will take part in the future battle by ensuring you do not die in this cave. You see, 20 years is too long for the likes of us to bear. And they all break out and assumedly try to go after Kaido, and um, they die. I guess we yeah. don't. It's pretty safe to assume. Yeah, they they perish shortly after. Yeah. Um, it looked cool how they got out though. They chopped through. Uh, they chopped boulder. through the boulder. It was pretty sick. Yeah. Um, one of them had two swords, and assumingly, it wouldn't be crazy to assume that he had the third one. Hmm. In his mouth. <laughs> In his mouth. <laughs> uh, three swords isn't three sword style like. A thing that Zoro invented? No, uh, sh- they mentioned that um, the the guy who's allegedly like or like theorized to be his uh, ancestor also used three sword style. Oh, huh. 
um, Shimotsuki, I think, I, Shimotsu or something like that. He was a three sword style swordsman as well. Um, Maybe there weren't enough swords for him to put one in his mouth. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, but in any case, uh, we cut back to the present where um, Yamato says that he's not alone anymore and there are people who believe in him. And he's like, why do you steal my freedom? Why do you steal Wano's freedom? And Kaido says something very, very interesting, saying that because life isn't a series of simple questions with simple answers, you naive child. And they clash Thunder Bagwas, and that's where the chapter ends in a big two-page spread that looks pretty damn sick. Um, Kaido, Kaido, Kaido slowly but surely rising in the ranks of... Uh of protect of like enemies for me, like villains. I mean, obviously, he's getting better and better with like every chapter. This guy, yeah. Um, this is man. I don't know. Yeah, this is my RGC. I don't know. Give it, give it to me. <laughs> this is my certified RGC. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. I'll give it. I'll take it too. Actually, yeah. It's just such a good chapter. It just set up so much stuff. It got people talking. It got people thinking. It was yeah. a really nice chapter. Um, what were your theories, Brian? You have theories. to. <laughs> There's three. There's three different theories. Wait, actually, never mind. Sorry. Josh, what would you think about this chapter? Before we get into theories? Yeah, yeah. Let's do the theories um, after. I thought this was a very tame chapter, and I don't have anything against the character of Yamato. I'm just not enamored with him yet. I yeah. don't know. Like... A, all the other crew members I I got really excited about, but maybe it's because I went into the story knowing that they were gonna be a crew member. I didn't have to guess. So mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I I'm not anti, but I also I'm, I'm indifferent. I'll say that. I'm indifferent. That's fair. And I and I I'm 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 open to you know liking the different. character more. Yeah, and, and yeah. being a crewmate. I just I wanna see more. Well, I my, haven't seen enough. That that backstory wasn't enough. Them samurais was gangster, not her. Now she, I mean, he he was gangster. He was yeah. gang, Yamato was gangster too, but the samurais was some, you know. Yeah. No, I feel that. I think like the my RGC is not necessarily because the backstory or Yamato himself was like that captivating. It was more like the uh, lore of the whole thing, uh, getting to see the samurai, what it means for the future, more than anything. There's a little moment from Kaido. Where he says, like, because life isn't a simple series of questions that, uh, simple questions and simple answers, it it leads to more that like he just he's just not this bad guy who wants this power who wants Wano to be because he's a dick. It's like there's something about Wano that like he he sees as his in a way, you know. Do you think that was something he felt from the beginning, or it's something that? came with time gradually as he did rule over there but became a shadow well ruler. we know that he picked something for he picked wano for a reason like he could have done this anywhere in theory right right but there's a reason he came to wano and he won't let go of wano specifically so yeah you're right it, he could have did it on any other island yeah so i mean it all just goes to make kaido a way more interesting villain as we go uh but i don't know there are other islands in the New World, obviously. Yes, and like ladder, like 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 laterally as well. Like yeah. maybe you don't go to that island because your log post, per, you know, guides you on a different direction. But th- theoretically speaking, there are islands, you know, in proximity to 
Wano. Yeah. Or at least not further or like further ahead or further behind, just close around. So you're right. He he could have went to one of these other islands. It's not really the you know, you can't make an argument about uh whether oh, you know, there's such a limited choice of islands. There's only whole cake, this and Elbath. You know what I yeah. mean? Like the, I'm just trying to make it so that it is concrete, you know? Yes, yes. I do really, you're right, and I did not think about that, and I think that's really interesting. Yeah. I wonder what it is about Wano, aside from it being Japanese pride. Yeah. Incarnate, <laughs> which is dope. I it love is it. Dope. I, I'm, I, I've enjoyed it thoroughly. Yeah, for sure. Thank um, you. Thank you, Oda. Yeah. Brian, did you uh, have any thoughts, or did you want to go into theories? Uh, my theories, my, my thoughts are tied to theories a little bit. Okay. Okay. So here's... There's three different theories that have been floating around. Uh, one with the opening of the chapter, which is Usopp, you know, talking all that shit, you know, <laughs> about him having conquerors and stuff. And uh, obviously, that's a joke, right? Yeah. But, and being the sibling slayer. Yeah, being but, the sibling slayer is the most important thing. But Usopp has a tendency of his lies coming true. Oh yeah, <laughs> he never became. A lot God. of people are saying that he's gonna be, he's gonna have conquers hockey at some point and and become God. Mm, I mean, probably not to become be God. the bravest you know, God. Usa, remember the name? yes, because I'm just saying. Well, he didn't call him. Uh, oh, you're right. He didn't lie. Well, he didn't. He also he didn't, didn't say, say no. He I'm wasn't. Not <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but all right. So I guess look, technically, he, he made the lie. So he he does have a tendency of having his lies come true and. You know, in order to be the bravest warrior of the sea, you have to kind of have conquerors, right? A little bit. I don't know. So, type. But that's that's one theory. Uh, that one I'm like, eh. Yeah, I'm like also happen. like, eh. Ruler of the sea, you said? Uh, no, bravest warrior of the sea. That's, yeah, that's, that's what Usopp's thing is. is that he just wants to be a brave warrior of the and, sea. And uh, people theorize that that's eventually going to lead to his death, too, but... Yeah, because Oda apparently wanted to originally kill off Usopp at some point. Oh my fucking god, <laughs> Usopp, Oda! Please stop. U- Usopp did also say There's so many others you can. Usopp kill off. did also say that he, if he became the bravest warrior of the sea, he would die happy. So I won't. I don't think he'll like die. That. I wouldn't be happy. I also wouldn't be happy, uh, and I would die right. upset. So, so here's the second theory: is that <laughs> if, I, if I died after reading, it, I'm saying. God, no. The second theory is that uh, this guy is obviously Zoro's father, right? Hmm. But the internet hmm. took it his one. His dad? Yeah. yeah. Specifically. Oh, yeah, because Yamato's. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. People took it right. one one whole step forward yeah, from, this, this, from this next theory. <laughs> the theory is that um, fo- both uh, Zoro's dad and um, what's his name? The Gravity Swordsman, they're both admirals. That so Zoro's dad that, is an admiral. Yeah, they're saying that that particular samurai um, with the bandage around is uh, Ryukyu, yeah. who is the third one that we haven't seen yet, the third admiral that we don't know. They theorize that he is an admiral now. And yeah. the reason why is that um, there are parts of, in the previous chapter when they were speaking about samurai that are similar to Zoro, there is one samurai whose name has, in a part of it, it translates to bull. And uh, Zoro has a tendency to have his um, character colorized in green. Like, his his colors that he usually wears is green. Ryugoku means green bull. So, uh. <laughs> and people... The reason why it makes sense, though, is because um, with Aokiji gone and, um, and this guy moving upwards to Fleet Admiral, 
there was right. a power vacuum, and you don't right. really find admiral level people all that often in the world. So where can you find that? It but in the fiercest land of swordsmen. And you specifically Brian, don't I, see these samurai die. That's ex- all right. All right. All right. Uh, oh, wait, wait, listen, I want to keep more? hearing. I'm just gonna say I'm already on board. <laughs> Literally, because Oda does not do things by mistake, and he said, "Let's just call it who's who." When we all fucking obviously knew, like, "Oh yeah, you're the swordsman from the past." No, Duh. he's not who's who. Who's who is not that samurai. We're saying that you remember the three admirals. There's the blind Fujitora guy, the gravity guy. There's Kizaru, the light man. There's the third guy that we don't know yet. Oh yeah, yeah right, right, right. He's yeah, the yeah. guy that we're talking about. Who's who is not an admiral? Not. No. No, no, no. The dude that... Okay, no, no, no. Whatever he said his name. So-and-so. Oh, so-and-so. So-and-so. Oh, yeah, Sorry, guys. My bad. So-and-so. That's what I meant. Yeah. That's okay, what I meant okay. to say. Yeah. So-and-so. So, the reason why... Right, and why would he... Why wouldn't they give his name? It's already <gasps> obvious who the fuck he is. He also this is said... a dead-ass confirmation. And whoever came up with that theory, oh they got God. it, all right? Wait, 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 wait. They got it. Didn't he say that he hasn't eaten? Yeah. Ryugu That's the same way that Yo! he... Yo! Re- Ryukyu, the, the, the so, green bull, so the green admiral. Bull, yeah, said when, he hasn't eaten. When he yeah. introduced himself, when they first inter- introduced the silhouette, when he's talking to somebody, right. he's talking um, to Fujitora. He's talking to Fujitora, and he's talking as if he's ha- he's still fasting. It's been like years since he's fat, like since he's yeah. Been I gotta find that specific and, chapter um, when and to make what? it even more similar to Zoro is that um, remember how they introduced Zoro, where he was also fasting uh, when he was. Doing his deal with Helmeppo, I kind of remember that. No, so Zoro, Zoro was fasting, and it. there was a girl. Do that, I need to remember this? Yeah, because this ties into. No, no, I'm saying, are you telling me what happened, or do I have to? Uh, no, I'm gonna tell you. Thank so, you. So, so, and Zoro only ate when a, when the little girl fed him rice balls, right? Mm-hmm. Even if it was all stepped on and fucked up. So yes. This guy, Ryu, and he was Ryu, tied up. Ryu, no, Ryukyu. Oh. Wait, Zoro was tied up. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So Ryukyu, the the similarity is that he's also fasting, and he says the only way he'll ever eat is if a little girl, it, not if a little girl, if if a cute girl fed me. Okay, so he said uh, he hasn't eaten anything in three years, Ryukyu. Uh, so maybe not. Maybe that's the thing. Is that he, he obviously hasn't been fasting ever since. Yeah, because even in One Piece, that would be a little absurd that you haven't eaten in twenty years. But I also don't see him. I'm sure there's people that's done it. Probably they're just not main protagonist (laughs) characters. I I also it's kind of interesting. The only thing is that I don't know if he'd leave Wano forever for the government. No, this is this is the theory. This thing that ties everything together, right? Okay. So obviously, when you look at Fujitora, he's not your traditional admiral. Right, like he obviously has a set of morals, and he has these things that tie him together as a character. Right, he's not all justice. He's not like like uh, uh, Aokiji or uh, what's his name. I keep forgetting the lava magma man. Yeah. <laughs> so the theory is that after Akainu. after um Akainu, Akainu, yeah. After uh this guy took over Wano, um and they went out and they fought. They left Wano. And since the the world government was all anti-pirate, they decided that they would join their efforts as a means to an end to mm. to remove um, Kaido from Wano in the end. Hmm. Oh, since they okay. so they're, they're just using it makes sense. Yeah, they're just using the world government 
at the moment. They're obviously they're against it to some extent. Fujitora is obviously like a torn character, and and whenever you see him talking about how the world government functions and stuff, yeah. but he obviously obviously has his ulterior motives to why he's a part of it. Yeah, it's interesting because this guy does look like Fujitora more, but we don't we've never seen Ryugu so we like we never seen this guy's face. But this guy's face looks more like Fujitora. Is that you? He's a different person from the Zoro lookalike. That's also there. No, that's the guy. That's the Zoro lookalike. That is the Zoro lookalike. But mm-hmm. it, uh, this could also be Ryuma. I don't know. Because Ryuma was also known to have slain dragons. So maybe this is Ryuma. What? Hmm. Out. The guy that they were saying that Zoro resembled yes the three style swordsman yeah that's the guy that's in the cave with we don't know yamato people we don't assuming, know no he didn't look say at the he, sword that's isn't that the sword that is the sword it could be that's why i'm like this could be ryuma because ryuma also has like a scar across his eye if you looked at his zombie form in thriller bark right so ryuma and ryuma wait but and ryuma ancient? is a descendant of that same guy who Everybody says is probably Zoro's dis, uh, ancestor. So, oh, this could, yeah, it's a lot. To, <laughs> it's a lot to absorb. <laughs> it's a lot to go. Zoro's lineage is, uh, is going to be very interesting, and Oda's constantly chapter by chapter is just planting seeds to be paid off. Hopefully, very soon, Oda. Yeah, and it <laughs> seems like the more the more we learn about the big three in in uh, the the Straw Hat Pirates. The more uh, really rare and wild that this coincidence happened that they all linked together. Yeah. You know? Like, you have a fucking super soldier child from Germa fused with a legendary swordsman with a legendary swordsman bloodline and a man who possibly inherited the will of Joy Boy <laughs> with probably the rarest <laughs> devil fruit power in, in the world at yeah. the moment. Um, I don't know, dog. So, <laughs> I'm st- I'm sorry. We're, here, we're gonna spend some time on this one. <laughs> um, so this may not be that the dude that was the three the three sword style because he's he lived it, it way back been. in time. Yeah, like, he would live way back. Right. Okay. D- just to be clear on that, right? So, which is why they're saying this could be his descendant, Ryuma. but also. Ryuma and who's Ryuma again? Ryuma's the you remember the zombie in Thriller Bark yes. Zoro fought? Which is what who they're saying is his father? Not his father, but a, an ancestor of his. Okay. It would be an ancestor of his because he was an ancestor of that three swordsman guy. And they're saying that that guy, Ryuma, is the green bull. No, because no, he's that's dead. not the theory. No, it yeah, could, he's dead because of the shadow if, situation. If, it's, if that's it's either Ryuma, he's the green bull or he's Ryuma. If he isn't, if he isn't, if he's Ryuma, then the deer, the theory is dead in water that he's the Green Bull. The because Green the Bull Bull's still alive. Ryuma's for sure dead because Zoro fought his zombie. That's not Ryuma because um, how the fuck would he act, would would uh? Because Ryuma would, died a long time ago, and Moria was using his corpse with Brook Shadow. Oh, yeah, and this probably would have been. I thought he took his shadow. I was like, he's no way he wouldn't have been. No, no, no. He didn't take his shadow. It's his dead body, and he put Brooke's shadow into Ryuma's body. So if it's Ryuma, it's just a nice. It's like a cool Easter egg. Yeah, 
yeah, situation, right? Yeah, and if it's not, then it's probably Green Bull, maybe. Green Bull, which is... we, Which, <laughs> which is an admiral, currently. Right, and which we could be learning is also probably a descendant or perhaps even Zoro's dad. Yeah. But Green Bull doesn't use three-sword style. We don't know because we've we don't we've never even seen. It's never Green been Bull's stated. Face. Like we haven't that's even not seen him. Yeah, we've okay. never seen him. It's just just the guy from the past, yeah. which is and his name is Ryuma. No, the ancient one. Oh, uh, the only Shimo... one that actually had the three sword style. Ryuma I, I don't remember the name, but it was Shimosuki something. I think is his name. Ryuma didn't fight three sword style, right? Ryuma did not fight three. Sword right, right, right. He right. had it's only the only he the... had the black blade that okay. Zoro now has. Which makes it a little more <laughs> like, damn. Oh. Which makes the Zoro having that sword now all that more. Shimosuki Ushimaru. Yeah, I could have pulled it up right here too because it's it's literally. The oh, okay. This also, is name they is they could have so. shown Fujitora and and um and Ryukyu, possibly, but they didn't. They no. purposely covered their heads when um when they were talk when they were showing like Damio of Wano. Yeah. No. So they purposely covered the heads of two people, so we don't know. Yeah, I mean, dog, there's a lot. This is a very deep thing. <laughs> it could be Ryugu, it could be Ryuma, it could just be a guy. Uh, it could just be Zoro's dad, who's neither, uh, who's probably a descendant of Ryuma. Real and, quick, how would you guys feel if Zoro's dad was a, an admiral? How would you feel? About I don't know. That? I don't know. I think that's like an interesting prospect. I just don't know because I think like. It's presumed that Zoro is going to fight Kizaru when it comes down to an admiral battle. But I don't really? know. Really? I thought it would be Sanji. Because, you know, I mean, speed of light kicks. I think it's literally because we haven't seen Ryukyu and we don't know what his deal is in terms of fighting. But either or, um, I don't know, man. You're right. It probably would be Fujitora instead. Fujitora or Green Bull or both at the same time. It's not going to take both at the same time. Zoro, Sanji's got to defeat one. No, you would be surprised. Zoro would probably take on two samurai at once. I mean, he would. Doesn't mean that it's going to happen. Honestly, they fought before, haven't they? Like Fujitora and Zoro? Yeah. So they, Not real, not like in a real way. You know, it was like kind of in the background fight, but they never really gave it their all. I don't know. Fujitora has to show more because he doesn't seem like he... The man brought down meteors from the sky. Yeah, but that still isn't enough for Zoro. That's you think true. Zoro can't handle a couple of rocks from space? Yeah, who knows? But uh, I guess that was One Piece. Is that all we had to think about? Yeah. All right. Well, that was One Piece. Uh, very good chapter. Uh, lots to think about. But I suppose we should move on. Brian, hit it. <laughs> My hero academia. This is My Hero Academia, Chapter 325, The Bonds of One for All. And uh, last we left off, uh, Uraraka seems to have gotten through to everyone, got it through their thick goddamn skull that this child is a child, <laughs> and he needs a place to stay real fast. Um, and at that point, that's when Koda, a, a character that we've seen before, uh, Deku saved him way back when, and uh, this heteromorph girl that he saved recently uh came to his aid uh and are now just like we're here i'm sorry that i was afraid to come up to you before but you know what i want to be just like you and coda himself says i am here like all might does you know uh and he's like oh you don't have to cry anymore and he's like coda <laughs> uh and you know it's like a little sweet heartwarming moment the hetero uh, the heteromorph girl is also uh talking about the reason that she was like out on her own 
uh, in the post-apocalyptic city is that she's basically like, yeah, I was turned away from several uh, shelters because of racism, basically. So, um, you know, you saved me and uh, UA took me in. So, you know, thank you for that. And they give him a hug. Very sweet moment. And this guy from the very first chapter. I thought he looked familiar. What? This guy right here. What? He is this treasure chest man? <laughs> <laughs> he, I, no, that was chapter two. No, I think Gaimon has a way bigger like he has a whole chapter dedicated to you. This guy was just kind of standing next to Deku as he was admiring Kamui Woods fighting that guy, that giant villain a long time ago in the very first Dead chapter. Ass. Yeah, and he was just sitting there like, oh, you're. A, he was just like a background character, being like, oh, so you're a hero fanboy, aren't you, kid? And now he has this long speech out of nowhere where he gives his umbrella to this kid and he's basically explaining how uh yeah that's the very first chapter where he pulls up well, yeah, <laughs> look, look at it. yeah you can see the barnacles on his head whatever the fuck yeah. that is <laughs> yeah i don't know what they are they look like a little sparkles. looks like whooper yeah. i like to see he's had his yeah. pokemon yeah. whooper man <laughs> it looks like he's had his training arc too and he's become a upstanding citizen a sensible citizen yeah he's basically like <laughs> a regular person from the actual real world that was injected into this series. Yeah, Josh Cole himself was injected into this series. And he basically was like, come on, man. This is kind of wild how we wilded out to this kid for absolutely no reason at all. Yeah, we're um, being a little irrational. A little extra. Yeah, these I guys think. do have superpowers and are still protecting us to this very moment. I think we could hold it down a little bit. Right, yeah. guys? Yeah. That's the TLDR. Yeah. And um, the kid who was going the hardest is like, say you get to rest here for now. Will we get back to our old lives eventually? Use a soft ass boy. <laughs> yeah, for real, for real. Like, what do you think is the whole point? I, I... All right. First of all, it'll never be the same. Never. But Midoriya is going to lie to him anyway. And be like, everyone is in this <laughs> together with me. So, Yes. We'll bring it all back. Fingers crossed. Mm. <laughs> you see, only see one dirty hand. Where do you think his other dirty hands at? <laughs> Behind his back, crossing his fingers. Yes, exactly. Uh, and, Brian knows. Yeah. Uh, and as, I guess, Endeavor, Hawks, and Todoroki are all uh, arriving at the UA facility, um, Clone Man, I forget this dude's name, but he's popped up a few times. Very cool design, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. Re really lit design for tertiary character right? yeah. <laughs> um, he basically is like did you hear Uravity's speech and like no we were all the way outside of this fortress there's no way we could have um, and uh, basically everybody realizes that Deku's in and Endeavor realizes like well in the end all we did was cause more pain for Deku in our very bad plan and <laughs> uh, yeah so you know um, Hawks is starting to think to himself like no progress I disagree it's like we're seeing it all here. One for All is a network of power that links people's hearts. So, you know, if everyone, if allegedly. all of us, yeah, allegedly, if everyone, if all of us are capable or even a little bit capable of seeing each other as united as one, then I see a future where heroes have time to kill. So, his name is Ectoplasm, by the way. Ectoplasm. Nice. Um, yeah, it has a cool design and name, and it's just clones, <laughs> and they're. Pretty corny clones. clones. It, yeah, they're weird. It's really weird. I don't. I was like, is there something 
with the goo, can you do something extra with it? Or is it just I mean, maybe he'll get an individual battle. Where yeah, he yeah, he's he gonna have his time to shine. I ain't shitting <laughs> on him. I just want to see more. If not, we'll just get a we'll just demand a whole series around ectoplasm. Herokoshi, give me my tertiaries, <laughs> my tertiaries. Uh, and we get a big two page spread where all the civilians are giving out umbrellas to the heroes that are just arriving again. Um, and everybody's like, yeah. Uh, Todoroki looks at his dad and is like, we do this together, dad. We get an image of, t- of Dobby's twisted, twisted eyes and, uh, Ooh, and blue, <laughs> white hair. What color is this supposed to be? I think it's white. All right. Um, creepy evil <laughs> flashback. Yeah. Sinister. Yeah. We then cut to Aizawa who's okay. And now has I an eye patch as Josh predicted. We fucking nailed it guys. Our theory has come true. Aizawa has an eye patch. Brian, give us a electric guitar thing. Uh, we need to celebrate this moment because our theory was finally correct. (laughs) Yeah. Matter of fact, I'm going to celebrate it by grabbing us. A beer. Yeah, go for it. I guess I'll continue. Uh, but to be fair, I also predicted that Uraku is going to inspire some civilians. Brian, you know what I mean? that's not as important as I patch Zawa. <laughs> so, you know, get your shit together. I patch you Zawa. Hey, hey, Brian, why don't you get on our level with our theories? How about you we eat were my ass? 100% <laughs> correct. <laughs> 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 Brian just destroyed me. <laughs> I just got destroyed by my producer. I got... <laughs> but in any case, we cut back to Ipatch Zawa, who that's what I'm calling him from now on. Uh, thank you, sir. Uh, he's basically talking on the phone with the principal, uh, and he's basically like, how's the leg faring? And I forgot that he got his leg ripped off uh, by... Uh, by what's his face Shigaraki, um, so you know they're they're basically talking about Kurogiri, who they've been trying to get through to uh, with uh, the actual body that's inside of Shirakumo, who's Aizawa's boy, who's his friend that he lost a long time ago, and um, they haven't really made a whole ton of progress with that, uh, but you know that all worked out, and um, Aizawa is just like, are we keeping the same strategy against Toga? And they're like, yes. And he's like, the UA really is our stronghold, and it's time for payback. And the chapter ends with, uh, we see All Might outside of the facility, just looking grim and sad. And uh, yeah, it's not very clear on what this means. But that's, that's Toga. Hmm. No. <laughs> no. Probably not. But I'm gonna say it anyway. Imagine. I'll, I'll, I'll take an L for it if it's wrong. I'm just. I just wouldn't be the hey, first one to say. Hey, wait. It. it could make. Though we're one in twenty-seven with our theories, with no, wait, wait, Sawa, wait. So no, I'll take it. It's Toga. That's actually not that bad of a thought, though. Well, like she, if you really think about it, she would have to have consumed All Might's blood, though. Sure. And he's by completely by himself, unless Stain like protected him. Hmm. So oh, you think she's gonna assault him now? She. <laughs> Listen, because I'm saying that is Toga right now. Yeah, it could be Toga. That literally you know Hirokoshi and his pacing. He's not going to. No, you're probably right. He's going like straight that, pedal that's to actually, the metal. I didn't think about that because that could be a thing. I hope not. It's probably not. I don't it's think probably it's probably not happening, but it could be. <laughs> I genuinely do not think this is Toga, and this is All Might being weird for no reason. I, no, I think All Might is sad. probably like disappointed yeah. in himself for putting Deku in that kind of situation. True. But, like, True. <laughs> Whoa. Sorry. Not nah, true. 
Um, he he should feel away because he definitely okayed everything. It was just being a. He just thought Deku know. was him. He just thought that Deku was his type of hero, where he could literally take the entire world on his shoulders. Well, I'll say this: I think um, I think All Might doesn't have any other reason to not think that because this is the tradition. Like it's never been done this way, where. You know, the one for all guy is not the guy that everybody puts their entire hopes and dreams into. So, you know, I don't think he has anything to really feel bad about because he was just doing what they that's been taught to him. No, that's you know? a All Might's exclusive thing. Like every other hero for him was not an All Might of their generation. Yeah, but true. But like that whole thing about like this power is supposed to be the one thing that keeps society up is a very thing that like it may not have been every hero before him, but the more that the hero, the power progressed, the more it was supposed to be more like an establishing pillar of society. I think, I don't know. I think like all, all might had has, doesn't have that much to, fe- I, I guess I get it to a degree, but also I'm like, get over. I think you don't, you weren't doing anything wrong. You know, you were just going by what the power is, is that the power gets stronger throughout everybody. I think All Might thinks that he failed Deku as, probably. A, as, as a mentor and as a leader. I'm sure, but I'm saying that he probably shouldn't feel that way. Because he shouldn't, he of only... course, but All Might is All Might, you know? Yeah, no. He has a very strict set of morals. No, I agree with that. I was just saying that maybe he shouldn't feel sad at all because it's not his fucking fault. Um, but in any case... Uh, that was my hero academia. This is I don't know what the thing at the end of All Might is, what that's about. Um but I guess this is like just a real for real this time closing uh epilogue to what happened last week and uh, a final resolution and then next week for sure this new arc is going to get <laughs> on the road. We can, we can't have another chapter where we're like maybe we should all just work together. <laughs> I really like this chapter though, not going to I lie. did too. I'd um, love a training arc or something. I'd they're probably going to get into that. No? Yeah, yeah. No, they're, probably gonna, they're could, probably going to yeah. get into that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't I think mean, it's going to happen at all. No. First things first, he's got a shower. So, look, here's here's what I think. I'm not holding my breath. So, when, during this whole time when they're trying to bring Deku back, they showed um, basically all of, 1A working, all of 1A working together to find out um, ways to catch up to Deku in different methods, right? So, what I think is that um, they're... Class 1A is going to train Deku to some extent, like with every quirk. Yeah, they're all um, going to train each other, I think. Yeah, they're That's all going to sure. be a part of their own development from now on. Um, also, I want to talk about um, kind of how Oda handled the civilians. I actually think it makes a lot more sense not when you put more thought to it. Because um, if you think about the context of their society um, and how panic um, affects mobs and such... I think it makes sense for them to be kind of like out of it, you know, like not really taking everything into into precaution because they were all coddled um, and yeah. they all started mm-hmm. to think about themselves more than like the reality of the situation, which is the entire world is on this one kid's shoulders and we are denying him access to his own school. Definitely um, Japan. Yeah. Which is still heavy burden. Yeah. And... um. We don't know. We don't know about the rest of the world yet. No, like, no, no. You're like right. That. You're absolutely right. And so. I really liked. I really liked that um, Uraraka was the person to kind of snap some people out of it and to have inspire leaders within uh, civilization, like I've mentioned before. And um, 
This was a big point, a big moving point that Oda, fo- well, not Oda, that Horikoshi. Uh, Horikoshi focused on in this chapter, which is heroes that work in tandem with civilians is going to make for a better civilization, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. And um, when Deku said, when Deku says, when he says, uh, when the civilian asks for Deku to bring everything back, and Deku says yes, that doesn't mean that it's going to be the same society. It's probably going to be a better one. <laughs> it, they're just not going to be living at the school forever, I guess is what he means. Like, things are going to go back to somewhat normalcy. Yeah. What I will say, I, like, I didn't really have a problem with the civilians per se. It's because a new norm. I know it, like, it makes sense in context for sure. Um, it just, like, on the surface, it just feels very he- heavy-handed that they're all just like, fuck this child! Yeah. Um, but no, I totally understand, and it makes sense within the context of what the the world of my hero is. Right. Uh, yeah, that's the point. I mean, think about it. Like, yeah. if if in real life, think about it, if there's, like, a place that you're holding out and you basically bring the one thing that you're trying to protect yourself from. Yeah. Like, it's a literal beacon of... of of the people that are trying to hunt you down. Like you're going to be scared. You're going to be, you're going to be terrified for your own safety. Mm -hmm. You came here to be safe. And then they bring the one thing that the people want. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? I think if they just sprung it on, on like if I was just a child, right. That who was not my business to discuss with the adults, what's going on and what the next plan is going to be and how to move about the operation. Right. Maybe I may look and be like, what the fuck? Why? I, I, I remember s- people talking about this. This is bad, right? And then that's when the adult says, first of all, you're a child. Mind your business. But second of all. That kid you know, does be, look pretty young, though. Huh? That kid, that guy does look pretty young. The person that's like being a complete dick. Oh, yeah. It, he, yeah, he, yeah, he definitely looked like a young guy. And I think uh, um, he, Horikoshi did that on purpose. But, um. Yeah, I lost my train of thought. But we, I think we rehashed this already as far as the crowd yeah. and all that. But in, in real life, no, Brian, I, 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 um, I expect, I don't, ex- I wouldn't have expected people to have gone about it that way. Smart people that are dealing with the dire situation, like the city being in, in, in crumbles. You know what I'm saying? I don't think mm-hmm. everything's going to turn all Mad Max. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I, I think there's going to be careful planning if there's enough people around for there to set up some type of resistance. Yeah. You know? I'll say this. We also don't get a ton of the civilians in the story. You know, I, I feel like uh, the reason that it feels like so, like it sticks out like a sore thumb more now than it before is that we've only been told that they're coddled and stuff by Shigaraki, but we haven't really seen a lot of examples where heroes are like super or where the the society is very very spoiled we've only seen it in terms of what how shigaraki sees it and up until now we were supposed to be like shigaraki's completely wrong i mean no you do see it in shigaraki's backstory yeah that's what i'm saying we only see it through that lens but we like throughout the series it probably would have helped if we gotten a little bit more things from civilian life i mean then look there i'm not saying it's i'm no, not no, saying no. It's not at all look, no, but, the showing the way that they showed how civilization was this detached is that they were spectators, like this civilian mentioned. Sure, but is who that would? they watched like a play, and they they applauded and they were like oohs and ahs, and their lack of um their lack of appearance in the manga itself is also a, a show of their of their coddledness. Sure, because they don't have involvement because they feel they don't need to. You know what I mean? No, I agree with that. But the, you know, that's um, 
I, I don't know how to say this exactly, but it's um you can't it, I get it and like I'm not really taking it uh issue. I guess like I'm trying to explain why it feels so like impacted when we saw it now is that we don't see a lot of they're not like consistently placed throughout the series where we see civilians really reacting in this type of degree towards heroes or even like in a smaller way we've seen it with shigaraki of course yeah. uh, we've seen it with the villains here and there but like we when we see like regular civilians in life when you know deku was out fighting stain and all that stuff we don't see really civilians and uh, reacting to stuff and of course they're supposed to sit back and react because they're not the professionals you know, like so, in any comic, so it's an almost it's, superheroes. It's almost an unfair indictment on that on the civilians in that way because we if they had sprinkled in little subtle hints along the way how it's happening in present times and not just in like villain flashbacks and stuff, it probably would have not been as jarring. But it's not bad at all because I totally understand it and I very much accept it. It's just like uh, looking at it from all angles type of thing. I don't think it's bad at all. I don't think this is like necessarily a criticism either. But I think it's something to think about is what I'm saying. I don't think it's an opinion what you're saying as far as the perspective of the uh, 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 of the civilians being shown. Um, we've seen it through Shigaraki's point of view and through and mostly is expressed from the villains yeah. and how they've been hurt by society, right? But in other situations, you know, people may be running away from the conflict of villain fights and such. But we, we, you know, all we've seen is these these personal attacks on people, whether it's, yeah. you know, malice from loved ones that, you know, are, are abusive or just, you know, racism from 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 people because they look different, you know, like in Spinner's case or whatever. Yeah. Um, these we are primarily seeing this viewpoint of the people from the villain's perspective and this is not a i don't think it's i don't think it's fair to ever make like look at it generally for all the people because like you know every everything's personal every every situation is different mm -hmm. but with all of that said it's it's not like we had multiple like story elements you know like, like yeah. part, part of the arc where you know we started to see this gradual shift in how people looked at heroes because of things happening one thing happened and that was that Detnerat dude putting out that book, that mm -hmm. propaganda book, which was false and bullshit anyway, and over-exaggerating. So I, I, I believe that this, this viewpoint of the people has just, not only has it been implied to be a false narrative by the characters that are implying it, because they're villains and, and they're, they're, they're not coming from an objective viewpoint, but in what Horikoshi has not shown. Yeah. It was literally just sprung upon us that, oh, <laughs> these people are just all man babies. Yeah, like I think the, that's the point. Yeah. At the end of the day. That's fair. No, I, I totally understand. But I mean, that's why that's why we I that's why I personally and I think Chris as well accepts it. Because yeah. we're accepting it, but we're also pointing out a valid in what I believe is a valid criticism uh, of why anybody else could say, you know, could be shocked or surprised by this. Mm -hmm. But I would have liked it to be worked into the story a little bit more. I think so, too. But what do you guys think? You could comment below if you have any thoughts. Maybe we're wrong. Maybe you can, like, uh, uh, comment some examples in which, like, a hero that is currently still a hero, th that, like, we see these little subtle hints and maybe it's been there the whole time. Wait, didn't they it. do that with Endeavor, too? 
Maybe. They did do that with Endeavor. The You're combination right. of, you know what? of the Detnerat books. I'll give you that one. I think like when Endeavor got hurt, mm-hmm. and um, especially like when it got out that Endeavor like abused his family. Yeah. But those are also very extreme examples because Endeavor did abuse his fi- family. So yeah. it's kind of like it would be weird if they didn't immediately like diso- uh, not disown him. But um, I guess that's the word I'll use for now because I can't think about it. But but to to a, to a, to a, I don't want I don't even want to say like an incredibly intelligent person to any person with a decent head on their shoulders. You can still differentiate and say, okay, well, this guy Endeavor definitely has some fucking issues. He needs to iron out with his own family. But that isn't why I would never think like when you you see I'm doing the bad I'm doing the thing I said I shouldn't do. But like looking at you know when police do certain shit like in in real life you know like there's a reason why you know people are not just isolating and saying oh no that cop is an asshole no it's cuz police have a history for this violence and that is what they have always that's how they started and that's and that's how they are to this day it's not that's not a brand new thing mm-hmm. that's what yeah i don't know it's i not, guess it's different saying. it's different where you, you know what the heroes all they've been doing is 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 helping everybody and in and in, in, in saving the world and using their quirks for you know for the betterment of people yeah with a couple of extreme examples i expected uh, more that's all it comes down to yeah i mean that's my you know, opinion please comment what you think i would love to hear from um from you guys out there in the ether um but that's all i have to say about my hair academia are you guys all set yeah, it, it makes sense, and I'm very I'm looking forward to 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 the next arc, and I'm 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 willing to just look past this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, with that being said, let's move on to our American books. Brian, hit it. What's the first one? Batman. Yeah. All right. We have Batman number oh, yeah. one hundred and twelve, uh, the Fear State, part one. Uh, the the one shot that we got last week was basically like a a, a prelude coming into it, uh, and this is Batman number one hundred and twelve, uh, Fear State Part One. We start off here with um, a bit of a propaganda thing with Saint Industries, uh, intertwined with uh, Batman tripping balls, <laughs> tripping major balls. Yeah, um, so. In this really cool opening page, where like he's got this bur- this scarecrow man, uh, and also Batman freaking out, like I think I'm losing my mind. You almost called him Burlap Man. I did. I call him Batman. <laughs> no, when you that said Burlap at first, he said, <laughs> "I know he's gonna call him Burlap Man instead of Scarecrow." Oh no, no. I I mean he's not Scarecrow. He's just a Burlap Man. Uh, but this guy, I mean, uh, he's metaphorically scarecrow, which yeah. should count for something. Yeah, in theory, he's scarecrow, but not really. Um, so he's tripping balls, trying to get in contact with whoever he can out there in the world. Um, Batman, and over the time, we just see Saint talking about how he was been working hard to figure out uh, how to protect Gotham City in a more constructive way because, yeah, Batman came in and he uh, saved us all from, like, a bunch of police corruption garbage. But ever since he popped up, all these crazy people started showing up with, like, costumes and all that and all that jazz, and uh, he's just trying to figure it all out. So he created the Magistrate Program, which is uh, Peacekeeper 01, Sean Mahoney, as we've seen, um, and yeah, basically we we continue on to the to the present, uh, 
and Batman has made it out of wherever Scarecrow has been hiding. He drags himself into the Batmobile. Uh, Literally and- crawls into it like... Uh- Ah, oh, what's that movie? Yeah, uh, um, Wolf of Wall Street. Yes, and he fucks up the Lambo, right? I think that was the Lamb. Yeah, something like that. Um, but oh boy, what was that? Okay. Anyway, so yeah, he's good. He's back to normal. He injected himself with his anti-scarecrow thing, but at the same time, uh, Scarecrow is just pulled up, uh, lo- assumedly pulled up to like the very front of the car and he's like no i'm not tripping balls you're not real <laughs> it's not a good time for him right now um the the, the ludes is still uh, in his system yeah he has not gotten rid of them the ludes the <laughs> quail <laughs> uh he's drooling and everything that's just definitely what Scarecrow gave him right to his fucking brain. Yeah. So I mean, it turns out Scarecrow's not actually there. So no. he just it was just speeds loose. away. Uh, he's like, "Fuck! Where's everyone? I need help! Jesus! Please, please help me!" <laughs> he's so vulnerable. Yeah, this is the most vulnerable Batman has ever been. Um, and you know, we cut back to Saint, who is still throwing up because everything has gone disgustingly wrong in his like everything just collapsed on his face where he now has a super soldier out there ball also tripping balls out of his mind and might just worse than worse than batman because he has never dealt with some shit like this before yeah he has a real robot suit with all (laughs) with all of the guns uh so he is not and an american flag on his chest yeah so you know that he's you know you're gonna die yeah i think that's a thin blue line flag too Oh, <laughs> what a nice touch. <laughs> oh, my God. James Tinian, you are the man. <laughs> well, maybe we could give this to the artist, uh, George Jimenez, who's well, also the man. Yes, they're both. They're both everybody the that had so, any, Everyone that was involved in making this page possible to view by all of us. Thank you. Yeah. So he pulls up to uh, Gotham. He's finally back in the city, really. And uh, he's Uh-oh. just, he sees like a bunch of people just knocked out and dead and they start coming back to life like zombies. Uh, so he is like, mm, fuck this shit. <laughs> and he's about to, I guess, shoot a bunch of people because he is tripping balls and sees them as zombies. Dude, uh, his, his hallucinations get worse because his PTSD triggers from the previous Joker attack. Where he, I guess he... Uh, A-Day. Yeah, yeah A-Day. Yeah, the... The uh, the event that made him get selected for the Peacekeeper Magistrate anyway. So, yeah, not good sign for <laughs> for the old Peacekeeper. Uh, meanwhile, Batman arrives at the clock tower and he gets uh, judo flipped by Cassandra Kane, And he's like, you shouldn't have been able to do that. I'm really tripping balls. <laughs> <laughs> if Cassandra Kane judo flipped me, there's no way. Yeah, you, that's how you know it fucked up in the game. Yeah. It's the ludes, all right? It's the ludes. <laughs> They're still my system. Um, so they get inside, and they call uh, They call Ghostmaker. Batman's like, hey, Shonen Rival, I need you because my brain is not to be trusted. Uh, and uh, Ghostmaker's like, all right, I'll be right there. Uh, he explains the whole situation with Ivy and Harley Quinn and explains their little side quest to find whatever piece is missing from Poison Ivy so that she would uh, join their side in this battle. So, you know. Yes, they need to rejoin 
You know what? I was going to make a Kingdom Hearts reference. Yeah, I'm they got to get Roxas I'm not go there. back to Sora. There's nobody Roxas. in the Heartless together. Roxas. Roxas. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, you know, he's on his way. Uh, Simon Saint has a fucking headache right now because he is not, he's so pressed. Um, because nothing is going as planned. Nothing. He did not see any of this coming. He's like, he, I can't believe this. I tried this in Gotham City of all places. And it went to garbage so fast. Um, we get a big cool pla- splash page of uh, Scarecrow just saying, let's begin. And uh, the whole thing starts going down. Uh, S- Saint starts hooking up his assistant guy that got absolutely rocked by Batman like two issues ago. He did. Um, and he makes him uh, Peacekeeper X because the only way you put out a fire is with more fire, apparently. Uh, gasoline <laughs> yeah <laughs> throw a gasoline onto the fire uh he creates peacekeeper x and he's like you got to go find the other peacekeeper and take him back in and he's like no problem boss i got this there's no way this could go wrong at all and that's where this issue ends he's supposed to be stronger yeah too. because he's got an x on him <laughs> that's well the- he skipped from from one to ten so yeah he's is this ten. supposed to be ten or is I mean, it supposed I to be I- x I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna gonna assume it's 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 ten. Why not be Peacemaker two? It should be Peacemaker. Oh two. no, because this is eh, whatever. It's stronger than number one. That's yeah, <laughs> yeah. X is stronger than one. Never forget. Um, this was a really cool issue of Batman. Uh, we are uh, on the I guess Tinian's Endgame for this run, and uh, it has been fun. It's been a fun ride so far. Uh, it's almost a shame to see Tinian go. I know he's gone to like bigger and better things. But his Batman has been great, and this has been no exception. Uh, good way to start off the event. Uh, but do you have any thoughts before we go, Jash? Dude. Dude. I just Dude. I just noticed the stripe. It, well, not just now, but I'm really happy you pointed that out to me. Um. Yeah. Defund the police. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. Um. But I guess uh, with that being said, I guess we should move on to our next American comic. Brian hit it. He said, is this ice? <laughs> Dickhead, is it cold? Excalibur. All right, we have two X books. This is actually yeah. just two the- X books. Ha! Two X books. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Whoa. Oh, a little too much Whoa. to drink there, pal. Oh, God. No, oh, man. It's just two one beer. Two sips deep. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Anyway, two X-Books this week. Um, we have uh, Excalibur and we have uh, X-Force. So we're going to start with Excalibur number 23. Um, I think this is just a brand new arc starting off. That's Brian Braddock's wife. Yes. <laughs> that's Me- that's Megan. Oh, boy. Why? <laughs> yeah, let's get into it. Anyway, I guess it's a brand new arc. Uh, Doctor Doom pulls up to Braddock Isle because he just... Seem to can't stop like harassing mutants left and right. Um, he's just like, "Hello, I've come to ask you or demand of you to take me into other world, so that I may get this thing." And everybody's like, "Why would we do that?" He's like, "Because if we don't, I'll bring my entire fucking army here, and we're just gonna have to scrap for it." And they're like, "Okay, Victor." <laughs> so they not br- that they scared. They're just like whatever, bro. Like, the, uh, <laughs> n- like we don't have an issue with you going. It's the fact that you got to come with us. <laughs> it's the fact that you came here at like eight a.m. with your whole dumb robot. Mad squad. early, yeah. What yo? He 
He did that on purpose. Yeah. That was petty. It's like, okay, Victor, let's go. Let's get your stupid box or whatever you want. And uh, they accompany him in. Uh, this is a very TDLR. Wait, what was it? TLDR. Too thing. long, don't, didn't read? Question mark? Yeah, yeah. because a yeah. lot of this is just breaking down how much uh, other world has changed since, I guess, Dr. Doom has been there. Um, and Dr. Doom's like, I don't care. And then they get jumped by an assassin. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, like, good. She's trying to put him on the game, and he's just like, woman. <laughs> I woman, I do not care about I, your politics. I care not for you. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, Dr. Doom, you don't know. Everything's different now. You can't just come in here and do shit like you used to. And they're like, that's preposterous. I'll do whatever I want because I'm Dr. Doom. That, uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, they get to the crooked market because that's where they figure Doctor Doom's stuff is. A lot of this issue is Doctor Doom being an indignant asshole. Yeah, so he's just. It didn't get old. I mean, I'm not like, mad at it. That is exactly what was. Just I happening. do love me some asshole Doctor Doom moments because he is the best asshole ever. Uh, but it is a lot of uh, TLDR moments where he's just like, "I will not be so and so'd by so and so'd." And then uh, he, he then he gets so and so so and so by so and so. I didn't know Zoro's dad was here. Oh yeah, Ooh. Ooh. yo Brian with the smooth callback. You know it. Uh, the MHA God and the OP Theory God. <laughs> uh, so they pull up to ja uh, James Jasper's place because he runs the Crooked Market, and he's being a Ridley little bitch about the whole thing. <laughs> what? A Son of the bitch. <laughs> Where he's just like, ooh, hello, I will give you what you want, but you must solve, like, my riddles and shit. And Dr. Doom's like, I'm not having any of this. Oh, right he's now. being very Cheshire Cat about it? Yeah, he's being a real Cheshire Cat about it. <laughs> and um, basically, uh, at this place, you know, Jasper doesn't give you a price for the things you want. You have to entice him with a thing that he really wants, and he won't tell you what it is. You'll just have to figure it out yourself. And Dr. Doom's like, tell, just tell me. Why are you making this so difficult? It makes sense. I mean, the no, reasoning was that he's a, he's a mutant that could bend reality, meaning he can have whatever essentially he Essentially do anything. And, yeah. Right? Yes. Wait, can we have a, can we time out? I mean, still alive, but time out from this. <laughs> Who? No one could stop him, right? I mean, technically, no one could stop characters like this in theory, right? Well, uh, characters like this usually have like a cap on their abilities, where there is some sort of balance. Yes, there's a nerf quality to their abilities. Otherwise, well, what's the point of the Marvel exactly. universe? Exactly. <laughs> I'm looking at this shit like, why? Why is there any conflict that it's, there's only conflict because he allows it? Well, there seems to be like twelve <laughs> different reality warping characters in every aspect of the Marvel universe. True that, and it gets a little annoying <laughs> because mutants themselves have three that I can name right now: Proteus, Wa Wanda doesn't count. Wanda doesn't count. Okay, Proteus. We have um, Lee King Jamie. Jin oh, Jamie Brad. Oh, Legion can too. Jamie I think. Braddock. Yeah, Legion counts. Uh, can he warp reality? Mm -hmm. No, I his thought abilities, it's all just like no, his abilities are like he absorbs different personalities, and every personality has a different power. Whoa, from what I understand. Uh, oh. <clears throat> Whoa, so wow, I didn't know all of that. It's not necessarily real. In theory, he could have reality warping powers, but he just doesn't right now because he was just resurrected, and it takes for these a uh, while for these personalities to return. Um, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Um, the way Oda uh did law. 
And it, like with his power, that was that's the cleanest like balance I've ever seen on a reality warping character. It's it's very balanced. Yeah, it only happens in this room, and he doesn't necessarily warp reality so much as anything within this room. He can just cut up, and it won't die immediately. He um, can't just he can't warp reality. No, because oh, warping he, he, reality it's, is it's mostly spatial. He has complete spatial dominance. So, so yeah. he, can, he can manipulate matter to a degree. Right, but he can't make uh, he can't he can't create things. Right, he in can't this, and destroy. He, he can, can just, manipulate. Yeah, he can just manipulate whatever's okay. in this room. But like he couldn't turn a can of Pepsi into a banana. Probably Mm-mm. he does have Unless someone he had the right. He does. He does have a personality that warps reality. Okay, so Legion Whoa. counts. Uh, Franklin doesn't count anymore because they're like, no, he can't be a mutant. The personality is called the Legion. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, well. In any case, yes. That's that's our point. Is that there's like a billion reality warping characters, seemingly, and you know there has to be a cap on them because there's, there's no point in the Marvel universe otherwise. He has a personality named Sally that's just as strong as the Hulk. Sick. Uh, <laughs> very. She's true. an obese, well, lonely woman. <laughs> yeah, comics are crazy, dude. <laughs> um, while Betsy is having this whole fucking ordeal with Jasper's. The rest of the Excalibur team are just gambling, having a good time, chilling. Uh, Bro, your boy Gambit telling somebody else's wife to blow on his dice. <laughs> I was like, yo, come on, Aren't my you nigga. also in a goddamn relationship with Rogue? Right. He You're said, s- I'm going to take a page what? out of he's Gene's just, book. <laughs> he's just asking for somebody to blow on his dice. It's not anything mm. crazy. I ain't going to lie. If anybody ever asks my girlfriend to blow on a dice, it's going to be a fucking problem. And you know that, like, it's going to be a fucking problem. He's got that New Orleans charm, too. He's trying. Right. He was being swaggy about it. He was, it wasn't just no normal shit. And even, even Jubilee is like, yo, you ain't asked me. You're telling me if Shining Tatum came up to you and asked you to blow, I would not have a good time with that. (laughs) Josh is very serious right now. No. You know, sometimes Channing Tatum just needs you to blow on his dice. Oh, because he's supposed to play Gambit. I know both. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, he was supposed to play Gambit in a live-action Gambit movie. But also, I mean, I don't know. He came in. The raging he's not Cajun. He's not. Well, we don't. I don't know. Brian, can you uh, Google whether Channing Tatum is Cajun? <laughs> is from New Orleans at all? At least. Can you do that? Can, you, can we find out if he's from, like, Louisiana in any way, shape, or form? Um. But in any case, the raging Cajun is getting a little too coming a little out of pocket there, um, and crossing some boundaries he probably shouldn't. But you know, can I go back? I need to show you something something else too because it's not just the blowing of the dice. Okay, he's from Sweet Home Alabama. Happens when she transforms with the black hair. Yes, yes, yes. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Okay, so McGann, who is uh, Captain Avalon's wife. Uh, and maybe that's why he's just like I ain't I ain't scared of no fucking Captain Avalon. He ain't scared. I wouldn't be scared of Captain Avalon. <laughs> 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 I mean, he's kind of he's kind of nice. Cool. He's kind of nice. He's a cool guy. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Megan just turns her hair black, you know, to fit in and disguise herself. Because and he literally hits on her. He's like, oh wow, uh, and a lovely one. That I don't Am know. Am I being extra? Cajun. No. I guess no. you could give a compliment. You could give a compliment. You'd be a compliment. Am but I you know, but you know that Gambit is is low. If it's Gambit specifically, it's Gambit. Gambit's the problem. He's a promiscuous guy, Brian. He's he a, just wants you to blow on his dice. 
That's all he wants. It's no, he wants Braddock's wife <laughs> to blow in his dice. Yeah. He could ask Jubilee to do that. He chose Braddock's wife. Uh, yeah, he didn't choose his home girl. He chose new girl that he gave a, a compliment to. Bro, I'm <laughs> a listen, compliment. You're exposed, bro. <laughs> Rogue's gonna come and, and you dry you out like a fucking Yeah. He's gonna ring you like a towel. Yeah. <laughs> Not before he asked her to blow on his dice. She'll she'll blow his hand directly off with whatever air powers she probably absorbed in that time. Listen, I'm sure she's a reasonable young woman. <laughs> Yo, I mean, okay. I'm sure well, she'll understand if Gambit explains it. In any case. She's got to be used to it. Got to be. Well, anyway, we just exposed Gambit. You heard it here first. Um, but anyway, uh, Dr. Doom threatens, again, Jasper's with the entirety of his entire country. Um, and Jasper's like, okay, cool. That's what I want then. Bring your entire fucking country here. And Dr. Doom's like, oh, shit. No one's ever really called me on that one. Well, hmm. That can't be a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. No. That's not what you want. Damn, that's a hell of a bluff to call. I don't think I'll be able to use that again. <laughs> uh, and and that's when uh, Betsy comes through and is like, all right, chill, 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 chill. We can't be having a war here. I'm like, I can't I can't authorize people just coming through a Krakoan gate that are not mutants coming here to fuck you up, Jasper. Uh, and... That's when Dr. Doom is like, hmm, I have no need for a woman, Betsy Braddock, but you'll do if you want to be my wife. And I'm like, aren't you getting married in a whole other book right now? Is that? Yeah, happening? Fantastic Four. Who's he getting married to? That the- lady that he's that be with him? I guess so. Dude, these guys are a bunch of sleaze dogs. <laughs> yeah, apparently, yeah. okay, so it made me want to pick up Fantastic Four again. I know I fell off, but... There's a moment because apparently like the big conflict in um, that Dr. Doom wedding is that Johnny has already slept with Dr. Doom's wife. No. <laughs> so drama. <laughs> I, like how, I like how Josh is like, no. God, like, I'll come tell you on, what. bro. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I feel for him because like Dr. Doom is on and off a very sympathetic character. Every yes, now and on and off. There are moments where I'm like, oh, I almost forget you're a terrible dictator. <laughs> Dude, imagine. imagine. I have no idea how to talk to people with any type of etiquette or respect. Yeah, I almost forget that you just uh, dominated an entire universe Doctor, for a time. Dr. Doom boomed by the Chad fire, Fireman. Not great. It's not great. And not only that, but like his Johnny, arch enemy at one point. Johnny Storm just smacked the spaghetti out of his hands and made him pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's such a weird way to put it. <laughs> with the sauce on it and everything. Because it's mad hard to clean up. He's like, scrub it up, bitch. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, <laughs> scrub it up before I turn up the heat. <laughs> that is some just some real like... <laughs> Disrespect. <laughs> That's like someone calling you sweet. <laughs> Damn. We need to get this drop. But anyway. Yeah, we do. So, you know, I guess uh they're all of a sudden attacked by these magic robot people. Uh Reavers? No, no, those are the No, those are just magic robot people who I guess work for Merlin. I guess. They attack and they're like friends of uh what's his face? Mordred. Bro, they're like that that uh that that character from the DC books. Uh, shit, shit. Uh, Omac. 
Wait, Amazo. Amazo? Yes. Why Amazo? The guy he copies people. Oh yeah, that's Amazo. Yeah, yeah. They're like, but didn't, wasn't he like a robot what about task basically? manager? I don't think so. I think he's I just mean, like a, maybe it's not. a task manager, task master. No, he's not task manager, bro. <laughs> task manager. This dude finna make computer operations a whole lot easier. Yeah. So yeah, they attack the Excalibur team, and the Excalibur team is like, "What? What's going on? Who's Mordred?" And um, Mordred is apparently uh, Arthur's son who was like cast away king arthur's son who was cast away um for some reason and these aliens have a real uh, not aliens these uh, robot things have a huge beef with him uh captain britain pulls up and is like you know you don't have to do this anymore you're like considered people now in other world i don't know this is where excalibur kind of loses me in this kind of stuff where there's like deep lore within the other world that i am not privy to um but yeah, apparently these things just were like these mindless. You don't know if it's something new or mm. something from back then or something from back then, back then, back then. Yeah. Is the other world um the place where Apocalypse is right now? No, other world. No, Apocalypse is in uh, way on the other side. Yeah, he's in a demon world called Ameth right now with yeah. his family, so he's happy. And it got Wait. cut <laughs> off from other world. I've used to be able to access Ameth via other world, via the gate in. What's the name of that place that they took over? Shit. Fuck. So wait, where's the place that they did that tournament? Otherworld. They was okay. in. Uh, yeah. Then they went across the different realms in Otherworld. Yeah, because like the God. portal for Ammonth is all the way at the end of Otherworld, I think. It's on. It is on the opposite. It's on the opposite side of the wheel. As f- I don't know if it's geographically that. Yeah. Way, I know it's like far because the Hellions had to go there. So they had to okay, go like yeah, all the far. way through other There's world. a pro okay. So basically the earth is connected to Otherworld via Avalon. Avalon is one of the provinces in in, in Otherworld, like a country, right? But you can only get to Earth through the gate in Avalon. Now that was the similar case with Amen, right? Where Apocalypse is at, because the the name of the province that just cannot come to our mind right now. <laughs> um <laughs> In our advanced age. <laughs> In our advanced age of 28 and 29. 20. <laughs> Wait, you're telling me you have important things that you have to remember aside from fictional Well, nothing is more important than the geography of other worlds. So <laughs> I, I, I did write and make a map of it. That's how serious it was. But um, yes, the, the gate to Ameth was in one of those provinces in Otherworld, but it's closed off now. Yeah. It's a big complex. Brian, we don't know so much about So the only people it. who can X open it Swords, is Apocalypse? Bro. The only people who get to the other world right now are the X-Men because they have the no, portal. I'm about, no one could get to Ameth right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm talking about Ameth. By any normal means. Yeah. So like only people in Ameth can come out of Ameth? They can't even get out they of Ameth. They can't get out anymore. Oh my God. Because Apocalypse and his family stayed there so they would make sure. That, that was the price that... Yeah. Yeah. That that nobody could get out. Wow, what a what a beautiful, strong man he is. A good family man, you know. He all he wanted was his kids. <laughs> all he wanted was custody of his kids, and you know they're not actually even there. They're all like chilling in different provinces of other worlds. So he Yo. did that for <laughs> so he did that for no reason. No, all he right. has his wife. It's him and his wife Genesis are there. Didn't they hate each other? Didn't they like fuck each other up? They're cool now. Yeah, but they <laughs> it, she was not really influenced by this, you know, the the bigger bad. Yeah, and listen, that was the price to pay. They had he had in order to to join Arako with Krakoa in the two islands and and merge the two mutant nations. He had to vibe in Ameth. He'll yeah, be back he though, to, right? Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, I'm almost positive of it. 
It'd be weird it's if apocalypse. he wasn't back. Let me tell you that. It'd be weird if Apocalypse never showed up again. You think yeah. he's going <laughs> to release Sabretooth? No, Sabretooth is no. locked within Krakoa. So only the council has <laughs> you that. Think they, you think they'll ever bring him back? Oh, yeah. I think there's going to be hell to pay when it comes to Sabretooth. <laughs> is, is Sabretooth a lit character? Is that a fan favorite? Because I just don't see it. That's the I only just know thing. him from the movies. And I think Sabretooth was... is cool, but he's not. Yeah. He's cool in the same way Wolverine is cool. You know, like, uh, you know, I guess. he's like edgier Wolverine. He's evil. He's eviler Wolverine than. But I don't know. I think there's going to be some consequence to people. They just lock away for all eternity. Wait, is Sabretooth alive as long as Wolverine? Yes, basically. Yeah. Why aren't they the best friends? Gurus. Because he's evil and Wolverine's not evil. That's his Sasuke. So wait, how did Wolverine not become evil? If like he was a bad boy for a long time, and then he was like, you know what? I found purpose, glorious purpose. And Sabretooth never found that. Was that glorious purpose? Um, teaching kids? No, and I smashing Jean Grey in front yeah, of Yeah, that's what I was gonna yeah. say. <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. His his straw. Oh, while he waits in the closet. Yeah. <laughs> Go. Are away. you done yet, Logan? <laughs> no. Put on your shades, kid. No, bitch. Put on your Stay shades. Stay in there. <laughs> um, anyway, back to this issue. Uh, and yeah. while you're at it, make me dinner, bitch. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, so they, they I guess, like, tell the fucking robots to fuck off uh, because, like, Betsy confuses them with their own logic. They're like, yeah, but, like, you're supposed to, you know, be cool with other world people and you're just attacking us. And uh, they're like, no, but we... We have orders from our boss to go after friends of uh, Mordrum. And they're they're like, we'll just go back and ask our dad. <laughs> uh, we'll see. We'll see you guys later. We You have not been spared. We'll be back. What did, yeah, what did she say to him that made them reconsider? When she tried to talk to them like human beings? And they're like, well, I guess you're right. Okay, so and- <laughs> basically here is the paradox is that we follow the Forge Master Federal and he has sworn fealty to King Arthur, uh, Arthur the King Return. But we're also no longer mindless killers. And we have the rights. We have earned rights as citizens of other other world. And so we follow the Citadel law. Until better laws are present. So, you know, a bit of a conundrum. You know what? I'm going to go home and ask my dad what's going on here. And we'll be back. Yes. Don't forget. (laughs) We're out here. Yeah. He was like, if we find any other followers of Mordor, then. Oh, yeah. He did say that. He did say if it. Y'all are good. (laughs) For now. But if we find anybody else that is a friend of Mordrum, then they're fucked. We're killing them. You guys are good for now. Later. And they go away. Um, Dr. Doom gets his box. He just leaves the whole thing. He's just like, all right, I got what I wanted. I'm out. And it turns out he has like the tiny castle, like Morgan Le Fay's castle, in this small box. And he's like, oh, this is great. This worked out better than I thought it would. Just what I needed. Yeah, a box with a whole castle in it. Well, there's something in there. The water, right? No, whatever. Yeah, so we cut over to uh, Megan and Captain Britain talking about the whole situation with uh, Mordred. And they're like, yo, what if they're after Mordred? Because Mordred is a mutant. And uh, that's where the issue ends. You know, um, that last page made this chapter, a l- chapter, this issue a lot better. Yeah. Um, because I was like, who is Mordrum? I don't know who it is. Anxiety, anxiety. Comic book Herald, I need you. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it made a lot of sense at the end. And it was like, yo, they're, they're basically 
targeting mutants, which yeah. is the flavor of what's going on. And, you know, I, I think I'm starting to see that the lore from back then is just not that important. It's only important because they want to validate the people who have read it and, and know the history. Mm-hmm. But that's it, which is kind of sad for the people that, you know, that have come to that realization and, and are readers from the past. But, hey, I'm not, so it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, well. <laughs> yeah. It'd be like, like that sometimes. <laughs> it's all right. I wasn't born in the fucking 80s. I wasn't buying comic books in the 80s, all right? <laughs> well, I don't really have much to say about Excalibur. Uh, I guess I'll just have to wait and see. Um, with that, we'll move on to X-Force number 23. Uh, this is so funny, this issue. Um, so we start off in Siberia where, uh, Cyc- uh, not Cyclops, but a Colossus's brother, um, is meeting up with Zeno, the fucking evil villain that's been causing all this trouble for Krakoa. Um, and he brings them soldiers and he demonstrates how cool they are by having them kill this giant polar bear. Isn't Cyclops's brother sword dude? Not Cyclops's brother, Colossus's Colossus's brother. Colossus's brother. Isn't Colossus's brother the sword dude, the guy who wants the sword or whatever? He has the sword. He has the Cerebro oh. sword. Yeah, oh, he's, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. making moves. He's winning right now. Yeah. Kinda. Um, I just want to make a little point. Um, In his conversation he's having with this super racist. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Even against and, Russians. And bigoted, yeah. I'm like, you're also white. <laughs> right um like he's having this conversation and i like how like before the scene he talks about how like what the color red represents to russians because the the first thing this guy says is oh, i don't know why you choose to stay out here in this hard frigid land straight up disrespecting his home like having no type of respect or regard for his home place and um but what's his name uh rasputin call him i guess Oh, that's God. his last name. I, I don't want to call him Russian sword guy. <laughs> that's what Rasputin. I was. <laughs> okay, Rasputin. Um, Mikhail Rasputin. That's his M- name. Mikhail. Yeah, Mikhail just explains how you know the, he says how the cold makes the fire burn brighter um, in their stomach, and that's what the red represents in the in the crimson of the flag, et cetera, et cetera, is the 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 burning red fire, and then I, I like the symmetry the the. Symbolism? Symbolism? I said symmetry. You did wow. say symmetry. Wow. The <laughs> um, symbolism shown in these warriors all being red. Yeah. Because they all fuck up this ice bear. And I feel bad for the ice bear. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> he was just doing regular ice bear shit. Yeah. Looking for a meal. And these guys just. They just like went mutilate this fucking bear. Uh, all just so this guy could show off. And one important thing to absorb is that at the end of it all, there's still a tiny man that just pulls up outside of the polar bear, uh, as we see here, which is important to remember. Yeah, on some Rick and Morty shit. I mean, he literally explains there that like because the the, the soldier's blood got into the bear, it impregnated the bear essentially and made a <laughs> made a tiny man out of yeah his bear blood. <laughs> Let's get down to business. <laughs> yeah, um, so. That's when we cut over to Beast. And you already know stupid mm, shit's about to happen. Oh, my God. Yo, and it's not going to stop. All right. So Why? Beast pulls up, and he has a whole narration about how, like, I couldn't help myself. I just had to do one more shady thing. Uh, so I, when these guys attacked us, I just snatched the tiny one, and now I'm going to dissect him like a high school frog. 
Surprise, motherfucker. I'm not surprised. No, neither am I, because then he's like, how could I not? How could I not keep this tiny man and do experiments on him? He takes a little scalpel. <laughs> how could I not? He takes, and then waxes poetic. Go ahead. Go oh ahead. You got this. You got Christ. this. You got this, Chris. You got He's this. just like, he takes a scalpel. He cuts one of these little baby things open. And then another tinier man pops out from the scalpel. He's just like, ah, surprise. That, this is the real surprise. Motherfucker. Surprise, motherfucker. Right. So again, I wasn't surprised, but Beast, Beast was like, oh, he had no idea <laughs> what could. So now he's got to chase this little man who is able to, I guess, replicate himself in the blood of others. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, let me get this straight. So he had a tiny man. He went to cut him open, and then the tinier man came out of the tiny. Yes, <laughs> but here's the thing, Brian. When they pulled up to the island in the fucking first place, that is what he's seen happening. <laughs> he is so confident that nothing would go wrong. Because he put it on ice and he has the situation under control, a.k.a. he's so thirsty that he's going to take this risk and then goes on a fucking monologue. Right, guys? To explain why him taking those risks is for the betterment of Krakoa. And I'll tell you this. It says, fuck you guys who wants the good beast. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. This is the 23rd issue of (laughs) X-Force. There has not been one thing that the beast put into action that worked out for anybody. (laughs) Except for, I guess, X-Force in general. But was that his plan? Was it his? Well, the X Force seems to be dedicated solely to cleaning up his stupid ass messes, uh, because everything the X Force has fought against is a direct result of Beast being a fucking asshole. Yes. Uh, so here's the thing: Beast also has the nerve, the gall, to be like, "Did I imagine briefly after Xavier died, taking his place as the father of Krakoa?" And I'm like, "That would be a terrible thing." Maybe. That would be a terrible thing because you have a track record of 0 and 27 of handling shit for Krakoa. Like, 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 all right. I may have learned as of recent that Professor X truly is a shice lord, but at least he doesn't fuck up every single time. Yeah, at least things kind of work out for Xavier when he's a shice lord. Right. He, that man could put a plan together and, and, and be thorough. Okay. Beast, no. And uh, another example it happens immediately after. He squashes this little man, right? And he's like, done. <laughs> that worked out perfect. <laughs> no problems here. You know what? Maybe I can take over if everything, anything ever happened to Xavier. Maybe I can be the father of Krakoa. There is a tiny man hanging right here on his head. On his temple. On his tiny, li- on his fucking hairs. It crawls into his ear. So that no. didn't work out. No. And all of a sudden, he starts going like, oh, fuck. <laughs> this, tiny, <laughs> this tiny man is unleashing hell in Beast's mind. Uh, meanwhile, we cut over to Rasputin and uh, Zeno. Uh, you know, Zeno's being a fucking dick in this man's own country as if he's not severely outnumbered so and outmatched. So brazen. Like, what do you have that, I don't know, I guess the soldiers, maybe. Even with the soldiers, like, Mikau's a mutant. He has the pale girl there. What do you think was going to happen? And then, after being, like, racist against Russians for, like, half a minute, 
Rasputin just locks him into his own pocket dimension. He's like, you stay here. You're grounded. So now he's just stuck there with his stupid peacock suit. You mad. Nah, later, you don't have to eat his tie. Yeah. <laughs> That's the first. I mean, if I had to eat some, I guess. A, a, tie, a tie, I guess. Right? Yeah. I don't know, man. Spaghetti tie. I just, so like, I just wanted validation. Quick. I wasn't real quick. weird for saying No, that I mean, first. you know, there's not a lot of options. Okay. So, so what did Beast stand to gain from dissecting the small man? Personal <laughs> satisfaction. Science things. Okay, Did he so, kill it first? Like, was it dead? No, it was dead. He thought it was dead. He thought. And then he cut it open, and then a tinier man popped out. <laughs> no, you, Brian, you got to understand, even though he had every reason not to think so, he <laughs> believed he had complete control of this foreign he had situation, of this alien situation, yes. which he has done the same before and fucked up okay. constantly okay. in this same series. So we cut back to Beast. He's in a chair with a whole syringe. I guess he's trying to like like pull blood from his body. The monologue continues, mind. Yeah. He's like, sheesh. <laughs> sheesh. Well, you know, and this is where Josh was talking about where Beast is like, often I hear from others, mainly the the cast of New Jump City. Oh, my Lucas dog is here. <laughs> he's like barking. Where he's he just can't believe how much <laughs> he's been listening to our podcast. Where he's like, I often hear others saying, "I miss the old Beast, the fun and more cheerful one, bounding and, and playful as a kitten." I don't know about all. I don't know that, about. <laughs> but yeah, I just like, remember not being. Yeah, I don't an remember asshole. that. I don't I remember, remember that. I think there's a difference between bounding and bouncing around like a little kitten and being a good person, but. Do you, Beast? Sure. <laughs> Whatever. Continue with your straw man argument. And he's like, but you know what? The world, Krakowit doesn't need that beast. He doesn't, it doesn't need a good person. It needs a bastard. And not only that, I guess an incompetent one at that. <laughs> I think, <laughs> I think Krakoa has enough bastards, buddy. I think he could go back to being a, like, a good person. Yeah. It doesn't I mean, need half c- the people on a council are far the worst. Yeah, it doesn't need so. decent people like Mr. Sinister. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Mystique. And Exodus. And, ex- yeah, Exodus. and Magneto. And Apocalypse. It needs me, bad boy beast. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess he like pulls blood out of himself, hoping that the little man just is in there. <laughs> Is that what he, I I don't know I don't know what other reason he could be he's just randomly injecting himself hoping that this little fucking man pulls up inside of the syringe and he just like threw it against the wall because I guess he didn't pull up he's like ah fuck <laughs> really that's his solution he's really pacing around like I just fucked up pretty bad <laughs> <laughs> wait I just realized that he he did that in vain yeah yeah he thought he thought he got him yeah no what, he, he just take a random he was, shot no he was hoping he got him. And he did not, so he's like, fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> you ever pace around? You ever make yes. a huge mistake? And you're just like, shit, 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 shit. Everybody's going to think I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> but now he's like... Going to. He said, ah, oh, man, I have no choice. Sage! <laughs> Sage. <laughs> <laughs> hey, buddy. Hi, Sage. And she's like, what's wrong? He's like, what's wrong? What's, what's, what do you, why would you think something's wrong? And she's like, because your voice is pitched two octaves higher and you appear to be injured. 
<laughs> B B starts bleeding from his nose. He's like, "Give me Black Tom." <laughs> There's a little man in my head. <laughs> You're not gonna believe this shit. <laughs> Tell him to hurry. <laughs> hey, get a load of this. Right, right, right. So, so, so I was in my laboratory doing, you know, nothing crazy. You know, I was just, just science a, thing. Just you know, dissecting a little man that we fought. <laughs> the one you told me to burn up. Yeah, the one you told me to not fuck with. You know, I, I brought him to my lab. And you know what? How could you blame me? He's a little man. I had to do experiments on the little man. Anyway, this happens, that happens. Push comes to shove. The little man's in my brain. <laughs> this and that happened. And he's kind of... He's And I will... I, I am ashamed to say, it's. it feels like he's skull-fucking me, right? Yeah, he's really... <laughs> Uh, he might. He is a little living aneurysm in my my tiny mind. Uh, help! Help! Please. He's trying to be so casual in front of Sage because she knows he's gonna judge him. Yeah. Oh, I mean, oh. they've been judging him for a while now. Like, I think X Force by now is a little always wary about whatever Beast does ever. <laughs> so the fact that that Beast is trying to be sh- like sh- like sly about it too, like, bro, these these are all on your these. Pe- yeah. Why has You're Beast, all on the same team. Why has Beast not been fired yet? Like, get another person. Beast is not the smartest man on the island, obviously. You can find somebody else who's a better person. What else are they going to do? They're going to put him to fucking work the ice cream shop or some shit? Like, yes. He'll fuck that else. up, too. He'll try to dissect Anything the fucking else. Ben and Jerry's. Anything else. <laughs> like, put him in the fucking Krakoa where Sabretooth is. Is the only way he's not going to fuck up. That's fucked up, dude. I don't. I don't feel bad at all. Uh, <laughs> anyway, Zeno. Well, back to uh, Rasputin. Uh, him and the pale girl from Wolverine's books are just staring at the Cerebro sword. That uh, they're talking about. Like, uh, I was supposed to get Shi'ar logic diamonds, but that didn't work out because back in Wolverine, this is the exact thing Wolverine's looking into actually. Because uh, I guess a few Russians have attacked the Marauder, and uh, things went very bad for them. The so. bad. V bad for them. So And you then know. here's when the insecurities start arriving. Yeah, I mean, you know. <laughs> uh the pale girl goes off about all these Russian writers about things. It's not really important and I don't know why. It sounds would... like it's stuff I sh- you should know if you're a smart and, and cultured person. Well, I guess I'm not a smart and cultured person because I haven't heard I haven't really read I'm any. Glad of I'm not stuff, alone in this. So. It's okay, bud. Hey, it's okay. Um <laughs> uh, in any case, they're like She's like, whatever, man. We have uh, a ton of cool shit here. All the greatest. Ki- we have like, you know, the best writers here in Russia, and then we also have, I guess, the chronicler. Him. Him. And Rasputin is like, yes, there is him. And he pulls up. The <laughs> c- <laughs> he pulls up the cerebral sword, and I guess uses that to um, get somewhere. We'll get to that later. Uh, meanwhile, we skipped the full dialogue page that can absolutely be skipped without an issue. Yeah. 100% Did you read confident. it? <laughs> yes, I did. Okay. Anyway, good, because I didn't read it. <laughs> you didn't read it either? I did. Okay. You look at I'm me jealous. like you didn't. I thought you'd read all of these soon. I do usually, but then I was like, hmm, I don't want to go through this whole you knew, thing. You knew. You, read, you went two sentences in. You was like, yeah, I know where this is going. Yeah. Not important. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, we cut back to the shadow room. Uh, where Beast leads Black Tom in and is like, hey, so welcome to the shadow room. All confident still, like he didn't just let a little man into his skull. Fuck up uh, severely. (laughs) Yeah. And Black Tom is like, "Mm, this place seems shady as hell. And Beast is like, it is. 
so Beast pulls up, I guess, a 3D map of his of the inside of his mind. And he's like, I need you to make a little man and put the little man in my ear canal because there's a little man trying to kill me. And Black Tom's like, okay. And he makes a little plant version of himself, has Beast snort him. And um, we cut over to, I guess, a pocket dimension where uh, where Rasputin, Mikhail Rasputin pulls up to uh, the Chronicler who's writing stuff. And he's uh, been writing a lot of stuff. Yeah, he's been writing so much stuff. And he's like, write me something else. And uh, it's very vague stuff. He's like, so tell me whatever ridiculously stupid plot twist or character you wish to happen. So I guess the Chronicler has the ability to write things into reality and this is in russian so there's no way i can know what that means Fuck. Uh, <laughs> but yeah that's what i see uh so yeah that's where this issue ends but is the intent for us to look it up and find that out uh, like why would they do that to us i don't know peter rasputin which is Col- colossus yeah so whatever they have uh in store it's for colossus is Damn. the chronicler a lady no it's a dude it's an old That's man. <laughs> is he not uh, an old dude? There's oh, another person named man. Irene uh, Merriweather who's also named the Chronicler. Well, it's not this guy. That's for sure. This guy's not Irene. <laughs> I will say that much. Um, but anyway, that's where X Force ends. Very funny issue to read. Um, yeah, it was. Yeah, it I was pretty a, hilarious. I had a way better time with this comic than I'm sure the the the, the authors. Yeah, than anybody taking it seriously would yeah. do. Um, but I mean, as much as as dumb as it is to have uh, Beast be this way, um, it is entertaining. I will say that it is fun to make fun of on this show. Um, but. That's all I got to say about uh, the Expos. They were pretty good, pretty solid all around. I didn't really have any problems with it. Um, I guess we should move on to our final American comic. Brian, hit it. Quickly. Uh, with urgency. Daredevil. Easier. This is Daredevil number 34, Lockdown Part 4. Easier. Last we left off, uh, the exploded prison seems to have been taken over by Daredevil, and Detective Cole himself went into the uh into the prison in order to figure out what the fuck is going on. Uh well Daredevil asked for him. Yeah. Oh yeah, Daredevil did ask for him. But you know, I wasn't wrong either. He did go in there to find out what's going he did. on. He did. Um so basically he's like, what the hell's going on here? And um he's like, I was investigating other prison deaths and uh everybody was wrong, apparently. The warden wasn't killing off prisoners with off labor uh, off the book labor duties. He was using them as experiments. Uh, there's a drug called Resid that increases violent and antisocial behavior amongst criminals. So uh, prisoners uh, getting out would be dosed with it, and then they'd go into their communities, and it would be somewhat contagious. Uh, it gets weaker as it gets transmitted, but the effect, so the effects never really leave the neighborhood, but it does the job enough to increase crime overall and send a ton of people into prison. Uh, just so the prison industrial complex can continue to thrive. Uh, so you could, um, for those that want to draw real life examples from this comic that they're obviously based on, um, you could look at Reset simply as just the mindset and culture of um, prison, uh, or you know, most prisons here in the country. Right, it doesn't have to be a chemical that they're affecting people with. It's literally 
what they're being taught and then bringing back to the communities. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's another story. Just yeah. wanted to make that connection here. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's... You uh, could literally just replace reset with... <laughs> it's in theory like... culture. Like <laughs> criminals unable to be, like, rehabilitated enough to not end up back in prison and getting more people involved in crime. Right, you know, that's for, for purpose. Yeah. Right. Um, but, yeah, Daredevil is pissed. Um, so... You know, it's like he, he it kind of causes him to question everything that they've been doing because, you know, the whole point is that they've been throwing people in prison. But because of this recent, it's like mostly not even people's fault for the most part. Um, And Cole's like, man, I I don't know. I don't know what we're doing, but I bust cops now. I like work on like finding cricket cops and doing all this stuff. I'm. It may not be perfect, but I'm trying to like do something. Yeah, um, so, so don't fucking come at me, bro. All right? <laughs> I'm not back, I'm not dosing people with recent dude. Back, back the fuck back the fuck off, all right? <laughs> I'm not beating citizens and shooting on our people, all right? I'm trying to bring these guys to justice. So yeah. Get, get off my case, all right? Yeah. <laughs> I felt for Cole. I was like, yeah, you, you cool, bro. <laughs> yeah, Cole's cool. Yeah, man. I, I'm pretty sure you ain't shooting no unarmed black men. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, Daredevil pulls up. Or, or kill someone because you felt your life was in danger for a job you signed up for. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, we could go forever. Yeah. Um. So Cole, uh, Daredevil's more rational side because of the recent takes over and is like, fight me then, bruh. Fight me then. Uh. <laughs> uh the air conditioner brain oh i didn't want to it's all right okay yeah we could just talk to each other sometimes I don't know, i'm feeling a little hot so no I, it is maybe hot. i was feeling a little all right anyway uh, chris, chris with the like crazy social commentary we could talk to each other sometimes we Josh. can talk <laughs> hey we can hey guys <laughs> bring it in no we can about talk technology IRL. IRL. IRL? <laughs> we can talk sometimes we can communicate um in any case so daredevil pulls up he's like fight me then bro so what's up? Yeah, so he was up? like, bro, I'm here to take you in because like, we got actual problems out there, man. We need you to deal with it. And you're talking a lot Not only of that, bullshit right you're now. You're pretty hopped up on whatever this reset is. <laughs> that, that was like, I don't give a fuck. This is me, nigga. Yeah. I ain't going nowhere. You're going to take me. He, he got I was like, all right. <laughs> Daryl came down. He's like, all those guns. You're not shooting nothing. Oh. <laughs> 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 Oh, no. You're oh, a ladies' man. Go shoot You're a ladies' man. You sweet. <laughs> oh, new drops coming soon. Ooh, new drops yeah. coming soon. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Daredevil socks Cole a good one. This is your week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, you want me to come? You want me to come with you, cop? Fucking make me. Uh, and I'm like, damn. All right. Well, I guess uh, both Batman and Daredevil are pretty are tripping balls, pretty like, heavy right now. Like, where, where to go, Daredevil, and, and violate the the one actual decent cop? Yeah, that hey, exists hey, in good job, both buddy. fiction and real life. Like, thanks, <laughs> thanks, thanks, dude. Um, meanwhile, Elektra's suiting up to go after Bullseye again with, I, uh, I assumingly upgraded suit that Tony provided her. I don't want to buy that yet. Well. I think well, we've actually, only seen a little bit of it. I, I think I've seen enough, and you're right. It is. There's probably more. but it's probably case, more, but I think this is it. She's out there ready to die. Um, she doesn't have an armor suit, guys. She pulls up, and she's like the little girl that she's been looking after. She's basically like, look, I may not come back from this because I am fighting multiple of the greatest snipers ever. 
So, you know, it may not work out for me. So in that case, I have made it so you never have to worry about money again. All my money is being left to you. Uh, so peace. Enjoy being rich. Yeah, J-I-C, I get 360 no scope. I touch some bread for you. All right? Don't worry about me. Yeah. You good. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Kingpin is uh, salty that Typhoid Mary has just left him Hell against his order. And he's like, mm, find her because I want to fire her to her face. Sure, Kingpin. And by fire, I be, I guess, like, kill her? I don't know. It's unclear. I am the Kingpin. I, I do think he's <laughs> going to put his hands on her one way or another. No, call, I would call, not call. put that past him. Yeah. Yeah. He's heartbroken as hell. Uh, meanwhile, Daredevil is fighting Cole uh, still. Uh, and, uh, you know, they're just, like, talking about the industrial prison complex a little bit. And Cole's like, I don't disagree with you. But you are hopped up on angry drugs. Said right now, in this moment, <laughs> you are doing too much. <laughs> Pal, I am on your side, but you are wilding right now. Stop it. Uh, you ever just fight while agreeing? Talk, while, <laughs> no, you ever fight while talking about profound like societal It happens concepts. all the time in comics. And, you know, all the time. And in manga. Like, maybe, I would love if that happened in real life. Like you're just walking down the street and you just see two people fighting over the... Their the, ideals. Yeah. Having an epic duel. <laughs> as they shout things to each other. You don't understand. Humanity must... Go through evolution, <laughs> raging kaijin jutsu. Like, <laughs> shoot you with this beam after I say these words to you, so you can be incoherent and not understand the word if, I said. I would love if this shit happened in real life. That would make fighting so much easier to understand. <laughs> As I tried to attempt this judo kick, allow me to explain how global warming is encroaching on our rights. <laughs> it sure is, guys. So, in any case, uh, the police break in at, with their. I mean, I guess it's the the luckiest you ever be to have police uh, overreach. Kinda, <laughs> not for Cole, not for Cole, but they like jump in that gun. moment to stop the fight, they throw like smoke grenades in, and then Cole's like, "Damn it, you idiots! You should have given me like five more minutes in the cage with Daredevil." Yeah, mad thirsty to kill this nigga. Yeah, mad thirsty to kill somebody. Damn, I can't. Wait. See, this is what no. he's talking about. This, <laughs> yeah. this is exactly what he's talking about. This is, I'm trying to advocate. For yes. you, you, you throw me in under the what? bus the whole time. Let me, let me tell you. Let me ask you something. What good is smoke grenades going to do about fucking Daredevil? <laughs> is it not known? Is it not a known thing? I don't think that it's he, known that he's actually blind. It's not explicitly. No, it's not explicitly right. known that he's okay. actually blind. And that's why Matt All Murdock, right gets away with people not knowing. He's like, there's no way Daredevil is blind guy. Incredible ease. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I guess uh, while they were fighting, the last thing that uh, Cole says to him is that Bullseye is back. And uh, Daredevil immediately is like, Bullseye? Oh, shit. Mm. Well, I'm going to... That sobered him up mad quick. Whoa. Oh. I'm going to have to put my prison industrial complex slash police brutality crusade on pause. Because there's a crazy sniper out there, 360 no scoping, regular crazy people. Sniper. Crazy sniper. Crazy yeah. sniper. And then he just <laughs> runs off, fighting a bunch of police on the way out, honestly. So he's just like, I'm I'm coming for you, bullseye. Uh, so I guess Daredevil's breaking out of prison. As, <laughs> cool. Yeah, pretty sick. Nice. So wait, how did this Cole guy 
go toe to toe with uh, Daredevil. He's a real nigga. Yeah, that's uh, the TLDR. He beat of it. Daredevil in the very beginning of this run. He beat the shit out of Daredevil. Yeah, which oh, shit. All right, they, you know they had the caveat of you know he wasn't really on his game. Plus he was kind of tired already and a little yeah. Daredevil, was, but he was fresh out of murdering somebody and really like getting the shock from that. He was off his game. They so they made it here? abundantly clear. But Cole could fight. He could scrap. Well, Cole can. He he. You know he's got comic book strength. He's a big guy. You know, he's a big guy, and it's conceivable that he could be an otherwise normal person like Daredevil. He's basically Captain America. I guess. Right. Captain America is like super strength. Though. No, for sure. I, I know all of like that. Real and fast and all of that, but like. Yeah. I would say he's just a rung below Captain America. He's very strong. <laughs> yeah. He's, uh, that's damn. what I'm trying to say. You know how strong these guys are. They're really strong, these superheroes. And if you could beat up another superhero, you're, you're It's right like there. if you went toe-to-toe with D-Law. That's, I think that's the... Uh, I think that's the right... Who the fuck is D-Law? Are you talking about on the Cowboys? <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a superhuman. Yeah, defensive end for the Cowboys, Demarcus Lawrence. <laughs> hey, is this a new Marvel? I heard about no he might as well be yeah and I, I'm just praying that he rocks Tom Brady's world tomorrow night. <laughs> <laughs> NFL season oh starts. I hope he puts his hands all over snaps him. his 42 year old ass with it like a oh I don't want all of that to happen but I do you want him to makes, put him in the ground to help a couple times you hope he makes Tom Brady blow on his dice <laughs> he's gonna make Tom Brady blow on his dice yeah <laughs> y'all can take that any way y'all want <laughs> anyway so, uh, Electra Daredevil is just walking down these streets, inviting Bullseye to Sniper. Begging. He's like, please, come come at me, bro. I'm going to kill you. I, I'm not going to die without killing some of your other Bullseye people. Uh, so, yeah, Daredevil gets out of prison, uh, pulls up to a cop car where Karen uh, is. That's her name, right, Karen? I don't know. Oh, damn, why don't I remember? Uh, whatever. What's her face? She's kind of important. I feel bad. She's like a love interest from the last uh, yeah, run. Yeah. But anyway, she's basically like, Daredevil, you okay? He's like, broke out of prison. Bullseye's out. I have to take care of Bullseye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. And uh, Bullseye just pulls up in front of Electra like, sup? <laughs> uh, I've, and he comes in like not with other Bullseyes, which is interesting, I guess. I don't know who these people are. Right. But he pulls up with them. And then also, Typhoid Mary pulls up in a, I guess, 99 cent store version of Daredevil's costume. Yeah, the one that regular people were rocking. Yeah. And she's like, whoa. Oh, you too? Oh, wow. Hmm, I had this idea too. Yeah. Yours is way flyer, though. Yeah, you, you, you guys had a way harder. You have a way cooler costume than I. I just got this. It's for six ninety nine. Right. And then Electra's like, oh, you think this costume's fly? Check these out. Yes. Electric sides with Cheers. sound. Pretty sound cool. size. Oh, sound size. I think yeah. they're like Sonic Boom, something like that. Bram! <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so it's going to be Typhoid Mary versus Bullseye, and uh, Daredevil, Electra Daredevil versus Bullseye. And that's where the issue ends. Uh, the next issue has a dope cover that oh, I can't wait to see. super dope cover. Yeah. Um, but, ah, but Daredevil, come on, man. Might be the best book happening right now in Marvel, and nobody talks about it as much. Uh, so fucking good. Every issue. Pretty much banger after banger. I got nothing else to say. I don't want. Oh, VGI. Oh yeah, VGI me, Brian. Certified VGI. Yeah, so good. Oh yeah. Certified VGI. 
Can you not do it? I worked hard I'm on sorry, this. Sorry, it just it just it's too catchy. <sighs> I'm so good at making drops. Anyway, <laughs> my favorite part is the is the record scratching. It's a nice yeah, little touch. Nice. Huh? I like it. It's satisfying. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, hey, I, play one more time? I really. Want I mean, to is this your VGI? Your VGI? <laughs> yeah, sure. It's just so I could hear it. <laughs> Certified VGI. Wait, is this our first unified VGI? Well, Brian only said it, so he can. He's not reading it. He can't. Yeah. Just, what? We're not gonna be all no, totally no, it has to be genuine. No, it, is it has a, to be real. And when you laws. start reading Daredevil, which you said you would, you no, you promised totally, to me you totally would. Totally unified hey, VGI. The unbiased king has spoken. His word is final. I'm sorry, my liege. It has to be a real. You have to read this the series and honestly do that. I apologize, my liege. It will never happen again. Better not, lest I have your head. <laughs> In any case, I guess we should move back into our manga. Brian, hit the thing. JJK. It is Jujutsu Kaisen. This is Jujutsu Kaisen chapter 157, Cog. Um, last we left off, uh, Megumi and Panda have defeated uh, Kirara's cursed technique and were able to uh, apprehend him and is like, hey, just listen, please. And she's like, and he's like, did you really plan that? You couldn't have known whether the dog or not would get pulled. And he's like, ah, I took a guess and I figured that the one with the higher cursed energy input will do the pulling. So, you know. It it would work out, bro. This guy doesn't even allow you to to digest his chapters and think about. Well, why didn't you just do such and such? Like he, you know, I I keep saying this, but dog, like <laughs> he doesn't I, leave anything to chance. No, he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't. I respect it. He just yo know, like it's and it's om- it's almost to the point that it's annoying. <laughs> But it's all right. <laughs> no, this one was fine. I, I guess like you will not think anything else that I want. You only think what I want you to think, reader. <laughs> I'll say this: I think like in a complicated power system like this, you would have to cover your bases. You know, you can't leave anything to chance. It's only fair. I guess to be fair, he did give us a week to digest that last chapter, and then he wrote this. Yeah, almost as a response to himself. So really, I guess my emotions are more so like. Damn! Like, was people pressing you online about what happened? Like, oh, I just just doesn't make sense. Is, yeah, no. Is I, that what's going? I don't know. He it's does almost explain. aggressive, like how he. Yes, he is aggressive about it. <laughs> Am I? Yeah, no, no, no. You're not wrong. I think I. No, he, I'm not mad at it though because he explains it in a fun way. No, no, yeah, like, it's it's a characteristic. Yeah, I'm just gonna point it out and make fun of it every time. Yeah, so <laughs> I guess before Megumi can really like explain why they're even there. Uh, Itadori just comes in flying from the door, uh, and man, uh, (laughs) Hakari comes out, tank top, ready, (laughs) exuding strong stepdad energy. Oh my god! (laughs) (laughs) Big stepdad energy coming out. Boy! (laughs) Boy! (laughs) You are not going outside today. (laughs) I might not be your daddy. (laughs) No, I I may not be your father, but I am your daddy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you will respect me. Yeah. So, you know, Itadori gets up and he tells uh, Fushigoro and Panda to not interfere. And man, Why did he listen to him. Hakari lands the most detailed punch and not even like a real like fist forward. Yeah. 
This, it's like this. This is like Sasuke versus Naruto, the first fight punch vibe. Yeah, right when here. They, he like basically caved Sasuke's skull into his face. Yeah, he gave him a fucking pig nose with that punch. <laughs> yeah. yeah yo. The waves on his cheeks. He Itadori is like, whoa. It's gonna be great animated. Once yeah. again, this is a classic, a classic Jujutsu Kaisen thing to say. This yeah. is going to be great animated. Blasted him backwards. This is so extra, like, in detail. <laughs> Did I we do need love that? <laughs> I, I, I feel like... I didn't love it. I didn't love seeing his nose get fucking wrecked, to be honest. <laughs> I, I appreciated right. the detail. Uh, but you know what? Itadori ate that shit. He immediately, like, just bounces back up onto his feet. His nose just splurts blood. It's like aggressive fire hydrant squirting out blood from his nostrils. And uh, Hikari's like, damn, he's nuts. Uh, so, yeah, I guess Itadori thinks to himself, like, this is all for making him accept me. So I won't dodge and I won't fight back. Uh, and he says, cool, I'll listen to your spiel as long as you remain standing. Um, so basically, he's like, why me, Itadori? This is the first time I met. So why are you putting all your faith in me? And he says, because my, all my senpai say you're strong. And Hikari just, like, uppercuts him, like, uh, away, like, 20 feet away from him. And Itadori's like, damn, he punches so damn hard. Uh, so, you know, Hikari just keeps on, like, laying into him. It's like, when a sorcerer asks another sorcerer for a favor, it's understood that they'll be putting their lives on the line. So you had to show me right here, right now, that you've got the fever to make me do that. Instead, you came here on someone else's orders. Like, what? He should be weeding out weaklings like you. And um, Itadori says, I don't have any fever. I'm just a cog. I'm and a I think Yaga's dead? No, he's still alive. Old man Yaga's... The, oh, wait, no. Yaga's the principal guy. Yeah, he did. Okay, he is dead. Um, Say BT dubs, your man's dead. dead. Well, they don't know that. He about to. Oh, they don't know that yet. You're right, you're right. They yeah. don't. Panda uh, knows. Panda knows. But he you should know, tell... All right. Uh, he told him to stay They'll out. get to that. They'll get yeah. to that. Um, so, yeah, Itadori says that he's a cog in a machine that sorcerers need to eradicate curses, obviously, because he is uh, the vessel for Sukuna. Um, and, um, yeah, he, uh, Itadori, uh, Hakari just socks him again, sends him flying. Um, and he's like, hurts, right? According to Gojo, my cursed energy's got an edge. You dead yet? <laughs> and uh, so he calls over to um, to Panda and, uh, and Megumi and tells him to get... Itadori and get lost, but Itadori is already standing directly behind him. Uh, <laughs> because he's the strongest alive already. Yeah. So uh <laughs> so Hakari just like steps back. He does like the hammer time sideways <laughs> to get away from him. Crab steps away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> takes an takes a athletic stance. Yeah. Um so yeah, he's basically like, I'm just a cog and cogs have a function. My function is getting rid of curses. And if you're necessary for that. I won't give up till you agree. But Senpai, what's your function? Ooh, press him about his his whole who are you? Yeah, what do you what do you exist for? By the way, when he backed up from Itadori, it reminded me of from One Punch Man when the um when the animal creature like pulls up to him and then backs away yeah. when, before he, he could just offer his like he's like, wait, something's wrong. Something's Yeah. Very like something Whoa. super intimidating. I don't know, I don't understand. Is it just was yeah. it just me bugging out? Yeah. yeah, it was just me bugging out. Yeah, he wasn't bugging out. That literally <laughs> happened. Nigga said, "That was the best." Yeah, 
<laughs> he did so much for nothing. Yeah, for real. Um, and <laughs> this whole time, Hikari's like, whoa, this kid. <laughs> Are these the eyes of a cog in fever? He's like, fine, I'll just keep punching you. And then Kirara calls out. He says, isn't he hot enough for you yet? And um, Hey, yo. Hikari- <laughs> what twitches? Is it his, his nipple? What is? I hope not. <laughs> or is it like his chest? Like it, you know how <laughs> Josh just zoomed him so fast. <laughs> you know, you know how the rock. You know it how is the rock his nipple his biceps. No, his biceps. His like his like chest kind of boom. Yeah, he like move. flexes his chest real yeah, fast. Yeah, maybe that's what happened. No, no, <laughs> no. His nipple got hard. <laughs> They're both. <laughs> well, well, we'll find out one way. Maybe it was his heart just like twitching. Is like, that uh, the side that your heart is on? Heart, I don't think a heart twitches, Chris. You don't know. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, Doctor Brian. Isn't your heart on the left side of your body? You, uh, well, mine isn't. It's not. <laughs> whatever heart, wherever Wait, your heart is, yeah, where's is the heart at? In the middle or like? I no, thought it's it was not in the off middle. To the left, right? When you pledge, I thought it was the right. Your heart is like right here in your like where your esophagus is. <laughs> yeah, shut up, Brian. <laughs> you know what? I'm tired of your shit. <laughs> anyway, at that moment, that's when Hakari's like, "Get down here." Let's cut a deal. And I guess he's going to help him out. I wonder if Fushigoro got so scared when he told him to come down here first. He's like, yeah. oh, no. Oh, God. <laughs> Not again. I don't want to get punched like that. <laughs> I like my nose outside of my face. <laughs> uh, but he turns to Kirara. He's like, huh? Did, this, did you just get him to agree? And Kirara's like, yeah. You know, it's fine. Um, and he says, I still hate ba- the big shots, but Kin's fer- fever burned the hottest when he was helping people at Jujutsu High. And he knocks Itadori one more time. Uh, big big uh, stepdad energy. Dude, I love, I love Hikari. Yeah. That's that where the chapter ends. That guy, it, like, man. He's I a s- teenager still, right? I said this last week. No, I think he's like Gojo's He's Gojo's age. age. No, 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 He's no, still no, a no. student. He's a third year, so he has to be like 18. At, the, at most, he's like 20 if he got held back like three times or something. <laughs> he's like older than Okotsu, right? Is he a third year? No, Okotsu's also a third year. They're both... Okotsu's a third year? Wait. Hold on, let me see. No. But no way, because he's only... No, no, no. I think Ikari is a third year. He's older than Okotsu. And because uh, Kirara's a third year. Right. Oh, yeah. No, you're right. He is a he is a second year. Now I think about it because he's with he was with uh, Maki and them. Yeah, yeah. And they're second yeah, year. Yeah, he's a second year. Right. He's So this guy's older than Okotsu by a year at least. Yeah. Um... Man, I said this before, and I'll say it again. If my hero in One Piece did not exist, this series would be getting my RGCs every week. It's just so fucking fun to read. It didn't get your RGC this week. It can't. It can't. It literally can't because it's because just been. It's just. All right, Jujutsu Kaisen has the best baseline out of any manga. I I'd say like it's always consistently fun, no matter what. Whenever you read a Jujutsu Kaisen chapter, you're not going to be disappointed. You're just going to be like, all right, you, you're just as fun in as you opinion. were last week. You're just as fun as you were last week, and that's all I need from you right now. But once you kick up, you're getting RGC. Like, there's no question about it. I, w- um, I won't argue with that too much. I think uh, Jujutsu Kaisen is one of the better series out. Uh, it's really consistent. If you're it's talking, so you know, in terms of rack- ranking, I would put it in the same place. If One Piece and... I like it would be my One Piece, I guess, My Hero and Jujutsu. Um, but One Piece has stood the test of time. One Piece will always stand. It's it's just it's a challenge to dethrone One Piece at this point because there's no way, there's no way, any, like 
You'd have to have that much longevity in you in order to do that. I don't think any manga will ever come around like I that think again. Ju- I think Jujutsu Kaisen is like not the, again. Yeah, yeah. I think Jujutsu Kaisen is the next coming of Bleach when it comes to its impact in America. I yeah, hope I it just doesn't go the same way. No, it looks like it's way smarter. Well, well it's it's not gonna. Go, it's, it may go down bad, but it ain't gonna go down bad the same way. That's for fucking sure. Because he's gonna explain everything. <laughs> I'll say <laughs> this, <laughs> and I I read this in passing, so I'm not really sure. But apparently, Jujutsu Kaisen is gonna end in two years. That's I what, think that makes sense. That's what Gege said. Gege Akutami. I think that makes Why sense. Why would you say something like that? No, because think about it. Like, I think Ju- it makes sense too. Like Jujutsu Kaisen isn't a series that's supposed. Like when you read it, it's not something that's a long term type of. Series. I think mangaka say this shit all the time. They <laughs> do, it but becomes three years later. That, they do, but like out of all the series that are on right now, I think Jujutsu Kaisen ending a little bit earlier than expected makes sense. You know what's gonna end in two years? My Hero Academia. That's what's gonna end in two fucking <laughs> it years. Could. He Maybe it w- he, he said he said it he said it before that he didn't want it to be that long either. I'm saying that it's ending very soon. Well, let's not talk about based endings. on contextual evidence. Let's just enjoy what we have. This was a good Jujutsu Kaisen chapter. Yeah. I enjoyed it quite yeah, a it bit. It was cool. Uh, it was good to see more of uh, Hakari and get more acquainted with his character. So, no complaints for me. I had a good time reading it. Uh, in any case, that's all I gotta say. Um, you guys ready to move on? Yes. Then let's go. The champ is here. Undead Unluck. Yes. Hell yeah. This is Undead Unluck chapter 77 on your mark. Uh, we start off in Brazil where, uh, Top is from. Uh, we learned that, uh, a Brazilian favela to the boy, to the boys born in the city sports are the hope to keep them open to the way to the future. And we learned that Top used to be. Uh, a, a a runner, you know, like he was like a track runner basically in Brazil. And, you know, that was the way they were going to get out. He was going to be like a, a professional uh, track runner and he's going to get all his homies out of out of uh, out of the slums, uh, which was a very um, admirable thing. You know, Top is a good boy. Uh, he sees them as his family in the same way you wouldn't think twice about supporting the people that in your family that are nearest and dear to you. He's not going to hesitate to do the same with his friends. Mm-hmm. Listen, man, sometimes in life, blood ain't thicker than water. And yeah. that's a fact. Yeah. No, he's, uh, yeah. And it's all, this chapter is really establishing uh, Top as this kid who's really like just very considerate of his friends. He talks to his mom about throwing the race so that his friend can earn uh, enough money to feed his five brothers. Um, it's, uh, it's a really, it's a really like admirable thing. Um, and I like how he spoke to his mom about it mm-hmm. because this wasn't just some, you know, some irrational, immature decision. You know, this was something he, he put thought into and, mm-hmm. and, and shared with someone that he respected and said, you know, I don't I, I understand the implications of it. And I respect how my friends feel, but I feel so strongly about this. Mm-hmm. And do you support me? And she was like, yeah, yo, yeah, that makes do sense. You got to fucking, hey, you know, you're a good boy, top. Yeah. And he is a good boy. And I'm sure as a mother, she could let something like that go, an opportunity like that, because she knows that her son is so good-natured that he'll he'll figure out a way. I mean, that's having confidence in your child and what you've taught them and how you've raised them. But Exactly. You know, maybe I'm overreaching a little no, bit. No, no, I think, I think you're exactly right. I, I was nice. I thought it was, I was, it was executed well yeah. in the pages yeah. without having to do too much. Mm-hmm. Um, so the day of the race comes and uh, they all like zoom off to run 
and Top starts to stop, like bring himself to uh, to a slower pace. And then all of a sudden, his negation takes over and he zooms off. Uh, he wakes up in a hospital bed. Uh, Huis is right next to him. And uh, she's like, hey, bro. And man, that is the angel of death. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you're a negator and Huis pulls up next to you, it was not great. Yeah. So, yeah. Someone's gone. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, so, yeah, they basically are like, do you remember anything? It's like, I remember crashing into my friends. Are they okay? I mean, my body. I, got- I don't think he even remembered that. I think he just remembered stopping and that yeah. was it. Right? He said, I remember crashing. Oh, into- he, oh okay. Oh, that's still, that's even worse. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And they're like, my body got pushed forward all of a sudden. And then, and then um, that's when his friend gets pulled in by the, the, the technology guy on the under team. Uh, not under union team, and he's like, um, "Oh my god, Top, are you okay? I don't really remember much so myself, but uh, as for Pedro and Miguel, I don't really remember. But they said a car came out of nowhere and ran him into a lane, and man, the graves of his friends Pedro and Miguel, uh, specifically Pedro, the, the guy, the kid he wanted to stop the race for, are just shown. He's just like pulled up. He's still in his hospital clothes, and uh, sure is legs busted up." Yeah, and uh, the the technology guy, who seems to be, like, I guess one of the earlier members of Union, he's basically like, sorry, they basically died on impact. Only the other boy was able to make it out in time. He's like, wait, why did this happen? And Huis explains that, like, he was uh, was, uh, selected for the unstoppable ability, which activated uh, uh, and the acceleration caused you to accidentally kill your friends. And uh, Top is like, and the way that it works, uh, we never really got a, a huge explanation as to how Top's negation works. We only know that he's a speedster, but apparently uh, if he was running and uh, he, he tries to stop, the negation of Unstoppable will just like propel him forward at like double the force. So it's very, uh, what's the word? Um specific well the th- very I mean, specific for 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 a power set that's generally much vaguer than that or much more broad yeah i mean because this is implied that he must always be in motion or no if he moves if if he if he's running and he stops then the negation ability will prevent him from stopping and will just propel him forward at double the speed that he was running right which is very specific for a negator ability, in my opinion. I think they're all specific. Uh, Andy is probably is the least suspe- specific one because all it does is give him immortality. There's no real conditions that really activate it. Well, I mean, like, Foucault's is just generally bad luck. You know what I'm saying? D- depending Where, on how much she likes you or how much uh, or how long she touches you for. What about Titania? Her ability is what? Just untouchable. Untouchable. She so no one can get near her at all. Like, it's almost like Gojo's ability, where, like, at its strongest form, it'll just disintegrate you if you try to get close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. But again, it's it's still kind of broad. You know what I'm saying? It's not like, oh, while she's doing this action, this specific counter action happens. Yeah. But like, also, unmove, it just makes, you know, like the. Yeah, but he also has to not be moving and he can't blink. Because he has to see. Yeah. This yeah. is just like... Well, only... he can't also move. That's why he has the ball thing. Like, that... what What causes... What, like, is it the buildup of momentum that as he stops, it's doubled? His Like, why does the force double? 
And in what other app? Like, does it only happen when he runs? What if he's moving his arms, his hand, like side to side? No, and he stops his uh, hand. Does it? Bah, 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 bah. Huey's. Uh, like, could you smack somebody like pap pap stop it and pop pop? Huey's makes it specific to his legs. Is that that he tried to stop his legs? And if you st- if he tries to stop his legs, that it'll push him forward. I guess his body has to be moving at a certain speed, or not at a certain speed, but moving at all. Because then again, Top tries to move again. And then he stops, and then it sends him forward again. He's standing still here, though. Yeah, because this is where he started running. So only if he runs. Yeah, only if he runs. The crazy thing is, I, this isn't even really an issue for me. I only started thinking about this now. But then after but that I, initial burst, full, yeah. he can stop. So whenever he builds up motion, mm-hmm. he that stops. is what unstoppable is. It, yeah, it can stop. It's just because the, it's the, the force. It's the negation of the concept of stopping. <laughs> so you know, like it's the no, no, no to stopping. Oh, and it's so doubling if, because yeah. it's 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 overcompensating. So yeah. if he initially wants to stop, that initial stop will be rejected. Yeah, yeah, and and. It'll, it's it's kind of doubling the force because it has to apply the force to stop you and then apply another force to propel you. So it's technically doubling that. Ah, so yeah, I read the I previous chapter. So is he right now building enough momentum and running as fast as he oh, can? Oh, that's what it seems. Yes. So that like, when he stops, he just fucking bullet trains through the dude? Yes. It seems like what he's about to do is tackle this fucking guy under Creese. Uh, light speed. Into, yeah, yeah, it seems like the this next is like galaxy. Infinite, like, he's about to kill himself, mass punch. I think. <laughs> Isn't it like an infinite mass punch? Or yeah, something? that's like the flash e- exactly is what this is like. Yeah, you're right. He is probably going to kill himself because he does take damage from the things that he yeah runs with. Maybe though, if he had similar equipment to Titania that could withstand that type of force that she that you can't even get close to, perhaps he could take the huh? force of light oh, speed. Wait. Josh, it's funny you mentioned that because as the chapter continues. We get, like, Top coming, like, doing the whole denial thing, but then realizing, like, oh, shit, did I really kill him because I stopped? Because I didn't match everyone's honest effort? Because I thought it could make everyone happy, even though that's why it's I stopped? And well, Huis is like, no. Well, no. <laughs> However. I, I get it. I, I mean, you know, you would blame yourself if you splattered your friends all over the wall because, like, you wanted to, you didn't, like, work as hard as them or whatever. But, like... He's like, who he's holds him and is like, it's all right. It's not your fault. Your exploit, your kindness was exploited by God. The like, God hates me. <laughs> God. God? <laughs> That's right. She's like, no, not the Judeo-Christian one. <laughs> Jesus hates the, me. <laughs> the one that actually exists. Sorry, guys. No. <laughs> yeah. No, he's like. The, the tangible one that we're trying to. No, no, no. The guy that we call God because he's a dick. Uh, yeah. But he's like the one who imposes abilities on, upon people as a win and makes them kill their most favorite people <laughs> with their powers. So, you know, we're all a, we're an organization devoted to killing that God. So, you know, on the day we finally slay them, I'm sure your ability will be no more. So please bear with it. Oh, boy. I switched apps. My bad. Christian did a lot. I did a lot. I'm sorry. Anyway. So tap the screen. And then, oh, okay. okay, so yeah, they're like, "Here's my card. <laughs> uh, if you need any help, just let us know. Uh, here's my card. Uh, 
the organization union have doctored the record, so let us know if you need anything. So yeah, take a little time yourself and uh, hit us hit us when you're ready, right? Yeah. But Top does not do that. He just runs directly up to their car as they're driving with his super speed, and he's like, if what you said was true, then I've got to make up for my late friends and give this god jerk a solid kick in the face, uh, or else I'll never live it down. Right. And we cut to the present where as Top is running... This armor seems to be forming around him in a two-page spread, and he thinks to himself, I'm not going to be stopping anymore. Pretty awesome, man. I was waiting for Top to uh, get his little time to shine. And, yeah. And, um, He's been around since the beginning. Right. And, you know, when you see a character that's just a speedster in a series where, you know, people's powers are more than what they seem. Mm-hmm. You ex- I expected. I yeah. knew there was going to be a little bit more to it. And it's, it's more than him just being fast. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the funny thing is, they. Ne- I don't think they mentioned explicitly that his power allows him to run very fast. I'm guessing, I'm assuming he developed a technique where he kind of runs and stops, but he does it in such a smooth way that it makes him run fast. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm not going to nitpick over that, but they, they didn't yeah, really I guess specify that's, that. That's where I think about it, too, where he runs and stops constantly in order to maintain the speed. He's like a, he's like a mutant, like from the X-Men where they had their main power. And it's like, oh, yeah, I have these other powers, too. But, I have know. a side power. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, no big deal. <laughs> I can also regenerate. This is my side power. <laughs> like Wolverine Deadass has two powers. Yeah, he does. He's uh, had bone claws that, you know, got outfitted with adamantium. That's and uh, immortality. And immortality. I'll never. Pretty sweet deal. I'll be around forever. Banging your wife. Banging your wife forever. <laughs> <laughs> the banging your wife forever ability. Oh, yeah. I call that my banging wife yeah. forever mutation. So does anyone else have extra Uncut. thoughts about this chapter? I thought this was great. Uh, okay. It was it was cool to see Top's backstory because he's been here since the very beginning. And he hasn't really done a whole ton. He's, no, not like, much. He pops up and he does a super speed thing, but... You know, we never got a chapter focused on him. And when Undead Unluck really focuses on individual character backstories, it's actually pretty cool. Yeah, that's that's when it starts to shine yeah. a lot. I can't wait till they get to this technology, dude, because I st- we still don't know his negation. Yeah, we don't know his deal at all. Yeah, so I'm excited to see uh, what <laughs> which one of his loved ones he accidentally murdered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so... I'm on floating balls being around me, unfloating orbs, because that's my thing. Oh, the sage orbs? Yeah, I have the orbs all around me, and I'm on no orbs around me. (laughs) Un, un. un, I'm gonna work on that. Yeah, we'll work on it. Anyway, undulating. Brian, you had thoughts? Yeah. Well, I wanted to ask Brian. So you said you even went back and read last week's too. Yeah. Now I mentioned it earlier, but just for everyone listening. I had asked Brian to read this chapter because I felt like, you know, it's kind of standalone and it puts a spotlight on just a specific character. But this is, like I mentioned shortly before, that this is when the series is at its best. I thought this was a really good opportunity for you to check it out and maybe, you know, have some type of stake in it. Kind of build a little momentum for you to want to, you know, look, glance through the pages you know, when, when the rest of the manga comes out. Yeah. You, so I wanted to hear your thought, if you do feel that way, but just also any general thoughts. I thought this was a sick chapter. Like, okay. when I was reading it, I really like, uh, I really liked his backstory. Um, I really like Top's character design, even though it's a little out of place for uh, for Brazil. But 
Um, <laughs> Japo Brazil. <laughs> ja- yeah. I thought it was really cool, and I really like the the idea of unstoppable. Um, so I'm really curious to see what's going to happen in the next chapter. Actually, yes, cool. we so, got him. <laughs> all right. Well, um, I have a, I have some thoughts. Let me yeah, wrap this up. So, um, first of all, VGI. If I noticed, I didn't give it RGC brand, not VGI. RGC certified RGC certified RGC certified RGC. So I'm gonna try to validate why. Um. I liked all the chapters this week. I thought they were all pretty entertaining. None of them were like amazing, but I thought this chapter kind of vibed with me the most because, um, like I said, it just it it touched on a couple things. One, like the character, the character, de- not not development, but the like how they flesh out you know characters' backstories and make you connect you know to these characters. I thought how many times did I say characters like twelve. <laughs> anyway, um, characters. Yeah, characters, characters. characters. So, characters, um, characters. yeah, uh, yeah. So it showcased what I liked, and um, they also kind of brought up their mission statement, which it's not like I forgot, but I, I really do like the concept behind it, where they say they're going to kill God, and that has nothing to do with my, my, you know, how I look at things being an atheist. It's totally separate. It's the fact that they're looking at like like, like how they're interpreting life. And and then then looking at top story, you know he he had every reason to look at I guess the traditional view of God of what God would be I guess you know like like to us and, and like to regular people in, in that world and, and be like ah oh, man like you know like shit is fucked up I I, I hate God God is here alive then he's wrong he you know he he went through his situation unbeknownst to all of that and then got confronted with the situation where his friends were murdered. You know what I'm saying? Where people he cared about were 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 taken out seemingly for no reason or seemingly because of someone else's whim. They based basically on what made Jesus him into a murder him. weapon. Yeah. You know, and he's he felt like he was plagued with. So he didn't so he's you know, and that's what connects all of the people in this agency. They all feel that way, where they're like, nah, yo, that shit is foul. Like we if we can do something about it, which Juiz has extended to everybody here and why she keeps going through the loops is because they feel like, yo, we we can end this suffering. Mm-hmm. I like that. I really it's a very tangible idea. Instead of goal, like I like Naruto becoming the Hokage and wanting to the village to be a better place, like, yeah, that that's cool. I you know, the very uphill battle for him and you know he ended up being the prodigy child etc we we learned things but you know i i just feel with these guys these are really just regular ass people that learned something and was like fuck that we're gonna use all whatever we have that was given to us to 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 you know clap back at this nigga yeah it's a it's just a super interesting concept so it's like i was reminded of the concept and the goal in hand and reminded of why i do really like this series so it's a great combination has got to take the rgc it really earned it yeah um it's a good series i'm so happy that the voters uh uh that voted for undead unlocked yeah, uh, for um kept us with this series very much into it um but i think that's it right that was yeah, undead unlock and that has been our show Woo! yeah thank you guys so much for listening uh you can find me at the Chris Aspinall at JD Cole underscore 37 and NY Chillin at B.ESP on Twitter and Instagram as well. That's uh, me. 
Brian, can you turn on the music a tiny bit, maybe? Yes, sir. It might be a little too loud. I'm only afraid. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah. Follow Brian's uh, Twitch stream at twitch.tv slash it's punchline. Uh, email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com with any questions, suggestions, anything you guys want to talk to us about. And we'll read the email on the show if you guys want. Uh, just let us know if you want it to be read. And if you have any comments, comment under whatever video you're listening to. Uh, leave us an iTunes uh, review. That would really help us out with the algorithm. Get us uh, seen by more people or listened to by more people. And while you're at it, subscribe to it on iTunes, Spotify, Pandora, uh, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts. We are on there. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube as well. Like, share, comment, all that stuff. And um, without further ado, thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you guys next week. Stay safe, New Jump citizens. Peace out, guys. You know what? The suit that fucking Daredevil Electro was supposed to get, he got. He got the fucking <laughs> armor suit. He said, yo, you can hold that down for a second, Electra. Yeah. I- I'm not mad because her suit's fly. <laughs> I didn't want it to change. I was all right.